are elite. For everything you need to know about Mercedes Monet's AEW debut, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Tonight on pay-per-view, Triple H, The Rock, and Stone Cold in a triple threat match for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Vince McMahon is the special guest referee for the game. The champion, Triple H, it's the biggest match of his career. Come on to The Rock Show. Come on to The People's Show. Come on to the premiere show, SmackDown. It's November 14th, the year of our Lord, 1999. Jerry Hallowell's Lift Me Up. Is currently number one on the charts. Lift me up. That's all I remember from that song. Yeah. I wish I could sing more. Yeah. Mo- uh, I wish I could sing. <laughs> so does Jerry. Uh, oh! She's mostly known for going head to head with Baby Spice's first single, which was way better. What I am is what, what I am. Do what you are or are. Featuring Tintin Out. And China by the sign of <laughs> lyric. Oh, yeah. Don't, Don't treat, treat me like, like a, a baby. Don't treat me like a spice. <laughs> Don't. Also, The Sixth Sense, number one in the box office in the UK. He was dead the whole time. Yeah, there we go. People of a certain age would be like, oh, <laughs> that's that joke. Right, thank you. And Tomorrow Never Dies came up for PlayStation 1. Oh, never as good as Goldeneye. No, nothing N- is. Nothing came close to Goldeneye, uh, ever. N- nothing has yet in my life. No, it really hasn't, has it? Like, it's a phenomenal piece of video game histoire. Absolutely. L'histoire. All this is happening. Somewhere, somehow, in America, someplace, the WWF, which was a small-time wrestling promotion, was holding <laughs> the penultimate pay-per-view of the year, the Thanksgiving tradition, I mean, not this year, uh, Survivor Series mm-hmm. 1999, because it would be weird to call it Survivor Series 2001 if it was about the right year, right? <laughs> but what happened on that show? Did anything historic, any surprisingly important storylines happen? Was any 
British Bulldog matches. We can rip on for an hour and a half. Who knows? Two people in the whole world know, and that's why you can only find out this information by listening to this very podcast. And you are, of course, listening to the Cultholic Classic Podcast, starring myself, Mafu, talker of crap, and Tom Campbell, the person who makes crap look like steak. Welcome to 2020. Happy New Year's from the Cultaholic Classic. Today, the Cultaholic Classic Survivor Series Watch Along. Yes, it is. Ha-ha! What a way to start the year by ending a massive wrestling career, almost. It was never the same again. Oh, I think this is the beginning of a, a the end. beautiful... No, no. <laughs> it's the beginning of the, the beginning, which isn't quite as iconic as phrase as beginning of the end. It but was the beginning of the beginning. <laughs> in the year of, of our Lord. Of the genesis of McGillicuddy. <laughs> of the Sega Saturn. What does Caval even mean? It means dog. I don't know. I can't remember that. I can't remember his promo. What are you wearing that suit for? Are you going swimming? Hey, you got a bowl hey. of soup with that hat? Hey. hey. I'll tell you. Good lads. But I'd like to impersonate you, this part of this podcast, as mm-hmm. I rattle on there in one breath. I've got it all out. <laughs> Very impressive. So, Tom, what are your memories of uh, Survivor Series 99 before we dip into it? Oh, okay. Um, I, I watched this live. I remember, I remember saying late to watch this live. This was during oh. my era of being a, a wrestling super fan with Sky Sports. So we, I pestered my parents to buy the pay-per-view. Or did I? No, I'd have been working at this point. I'd have had a... Um, no, I wouldn't. I was only 15. I must have done something to earn the money to get the pay-per-view. Down a pit? I might have been down a pit. I might have been, down, I might, I might have been in that Worcester sauce, Worcester sauce factory. Might be, basically, behind the Worcestershire sauce factory, they've got Worcestershire sauce pits. And that is where all the Worcestershire sauce comes out. I think I was down there with a trowel. Um, I remember watching this live and being very tired the next day. I remember, right, being quite excited by the end of this. But obviously history tells us we should not have been excited by the end of this. Um, What about your memories, sir? Uh, Reading about it in WWF magazine. Oh, get in. And thinking it was cool because all my favorites were on the show. (laughs) Who were your favorites at this point? Oh, Dilo Brown, Obvs. the Godfather, and the Headbangers, who, of course, they <laughs> all team up together and oh. dress up as one another. Mate, and that's the opening match. Yeah. You peaked early. <laughs> so, I'll tell you, this read really well. Yeah, it sounded good. Yeah. And then you watch it at the time. Exactly. Then you watch it later on, you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. Some of these things are much better with photos, a write-up, and your imagination. It's amazing how uh, they, when WWE control the means of communication, that they can make everything look amazing. <laughs> it's That's almost right. like Corey Graves is trying to do something similar with his own podcast now. You don't see Corey Graves watching Survivor Series 1999. Just saying. That would be great, wouldn't it? The uncensored, <laughs> completely ridiculous, <laughs> controversial Corey Graves. I'm going to say it. No, don't do it, Corey. <laughs> I'm going to say it. What? I gave Survivor Series three and a half stars. <gasps> You're fired! You're fired! Get out of here! <laughs> yeah, Corey, good luck, mate, up against this nonsense. Yeah. Um, should we take a little... Before we dive into Survivor Series 1999... Oh, so, I like it when you set the scene. So this is... Um, so what, what this is, this is very different to the normal Cold Holly Classic Smackdown review. Uh, this is a watch-along, if this is your first time here. So we're going to watch Survivor Series 1999 with you. 
So you'll be able to hit play at the same time as us. And we're basically doing an alternative commentary. This is uh, a long version of the 12 duds of Christmas that you've just survived through. Congratulations for yeah. doing that, by the way. That was good fun, Because if the world needed more of something, it's more of... Uh, <laughs> hey, look, it was fun doing it with you and Justin Henry. But towards the end, it was like, okay... Oh. Between this show and this video, <laughs> we'll just shove this in. And Justin's like, well, why are you guys sounding so... Just Justin, <laughs> we started to get no. Christmas was incredibly busy around here. But yeah. hey, look, we're back end of it now. So so we're going to watch this with you. But I want to just kind of paint the picture for where we are in the world at the moment. We've just finished uh, the SmackDown from November the 11th, which featured Arnold Schwarzenegger, the highest rated SmackDown of all time. 5.06. Is that right? And a 7.7 .7 share. Destroyed Thunder, which got 2.9, which is laughable now, but like those are the sort of numbers that SmackDown is doing on a good day yeah. in 2020. I didn't even think about putting the comparison numbers to Thunder because obviously the Monday Night Wars between Nitro and Raw was very much still a thing in 99, but Thunder versus SmackDown. It won't matter because... Um, <laughs> Because in two, in two weeks' time, it moves to Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> yes, because it's been... Is it going head-to-head? -head? Do we know off the top it's of It's currently going head-to-head. -head. Uh, they wow. they decide that uh, that sometimes retreat is the best offense, so they move to Wednesdays, <laughs> knowing yeah. that we're just getting slammed here. So let's just let's get out of here. Yeah. Uh, so so it's not a good time for in the camp of WCW. Um, they've got a show coming up, which we'll talk about... Um, on the next podcast, which is more appropriate. I can tell you, in terms of dub C dub, about a fight that took place just the other week at a Kid Rock concert between Randy Savage and Road Warrior Hall. Oh, I've heard about this. <laughs> go on, go on. This comes from the Wrestling Observer. There was an incident that allegedly took place on the 6th of November at a Kid Rock concert in Tampa at the Sun Dome involving Randy Savage, who turns 47 this week in wrestling, uh, Gorgeous George... And according to one report, Mona Noreen Greenwald, a.k.a. Molly Holly. Right. Well, she would have been part of Savage's entourage. Mm -hmm. of, and I'm assuming you mean Gorgeous George, the... Stephanie woman, Bellis. Not, 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 not his, <laughs> not his <brother>. <laughs> <laughs> He rocks up to a kid rock concert. The only yeah. match he had for WCW was at this. <laughs> yeah, apologies. Stephanie Bellis okay. and Noreen Greenwald and Road Warrior Hawk, a.k.a. Mike Hegstrand and his wife. So there's, there's your, there's your oh. characters, okay? Uh, various stories as to exactly what happened, but there was a fight, and Poffo either sucker-punched Hegstrand and knocked him out, or they just traded punches and Poffo got the better of the situation. Uh, during the altercation, Bellas and another woman, described on one report as Mona, and other reports claim it was a different friend of Bellas, also got into it with Hegstrand's wife, pulling out clumps of her hair. Uh, the belief is that Hegstrand was going to file a lawsuit against him for the incident. Since this is wrestling... There is also speculation they were working their own angle for when both became free agents early the following year. Although the general feeling is this isn't the case. Like this is in a <laughs> weird way. Everything is a work in wrestling. This is basically live Twitter. <laughs> this is we need to work an angle, but we haven't got Twitter yet. What are you doing on Wednesday? Do I go to a Kid Rock gig? <laughs> Let's go work an angle at the Kid Rock gig. So that's quite I exciting. mean, as if Kid Rock didn't have the reputation of being complete white trash at that point. <laughs> Two wrestlers show up, start scrapping with their, their wives or girlfriends at that point. Anyway, that is like, yeah! Oh, that's exactly what you want to see. I mean, if I were Kid Rock and I was watching Road Warrior Hawk and Randy Savage fighting in the mosh pit in my gig, yeah. good gig, that. Yeah, where Happy was, with that. What part of the concert was that? If at the front, it's all right. It's fair game. It's near <laughs> the back. I imagine it's it when real. he was singing Midnight Train to Memphis. Uh, <laughs> like that road. Oh, no, no. Midnight. 
plane to Memphis? No, because there, there is that song, on the midnight train. Oh, that's Georgia, isn't it? I'm thinking of. Kid Rock. Sorry, yeah. I'm, going, I'm going down a rabbit hole here. You are. Um, there was a song, obviously there's a song, on the midnight train to Georgia. But Kid Rock did a song called, on the midnight train to Memphis. Oh, we've Let's all pour we've... another good one and draw right. a line from here to Texas. Um, it's back. It doesn't matter. The joke's gone. Right. Uh, also in the wrestling world. Wait, wait, wait. So, <laughs> wait, wait. No, 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 no. This can't be undersold. Why couldn't... The one time I'd want to see these two fight would be on TV. Not for the fight itself. For the yeah. promos. Oh, my days. Could you imagine the carnage? Just well, no, Just noise. Randy Savage. <laughs> if you ask me, Kid Rock's best song was Bowed and Upper. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> I'm going to bow with the bar to bang <laughs> on your head. <laughs> I think you'll find. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll find I was a big fan of Midnight. Yeah. <laughs> to Memphis. That's not the right name. <laughs> That's not what it's called. Oh, yeah. Ow. <laughs> anyway, carry on. What's Barry doing here? Um... <laughs> I'm talking on behalf of Hawk. Uh, uh, what do you mean on my impression sound this thing? <laughs> uh, elsewhere in the wrestling world, right? Former women's wrestling legend Bull Nakano failed to qualify oh. for Japan's Women's Pro Golf Tour. Turns out she's oh, not a that's... golfer. She's just having the pants. <laughs> she's great. Uh, she was, I think she'd have some success later on as a golfer. She'd though. figure it well, out. Well, I'm yeah. really getting really, I'll take the piss out of Savage and Hawk at Kid Rock. So <laughs> no, no, Paul Nakano was a successful golfer later on. Uh, James Vanderberg was backstage at ECW on TNN. The Sinister Minister. Oh, I wanted to mention this because uh, underrated, the theme music for the Disciples of the New Church in NWA TNA may be some of the best oh. wrestling music ever. That, that was an interesting take. I was going to say, I'm very glad that he should have been East of and TNN because he was, he really helped that show. Yeah. I mean, that show was gash. It has to be said. <laughs> Big fan of the, the memory and idea of ECW. ECW on TNN is absolutely not the best years. It's like the um, later days of AWA. Within a big pink room fighting over a turkey. Oh, it's, it's not that bad, so, surely. Sinister Minister would come along and he'd be like, something will have happened to him. He goes, oh, no. <laughs> and then he got hit there. Still not as embarrassing as having to ma manage Wrath and Mortis. <laughs> oh, he did, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he did. I think his best he did. I think his best work was in TNA. I really do. Yeah. I think his best work was in TNA when he was managing Chris. Got your mother, Chris. Yeah, I was going to say, I was almost like, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah. Then that got a bit. Doomsday. It's Barry again. Every, <laughs> every wrestler today is Barry. Go on. What's Mr. Mrs. favorite Kid Rock song? Um, I quite like Cowboy. <laughs> but I stripped back acoustic version on another album. <laughs> anyway, Uncle Cracker's Double Wide was underrated. Oh, no. Um, there was a New Japan uh, press conference a couple of days before this. Oh. Let's give you a little sense of what's going on uh, in Japan. Uh, getting ready for the Wrestling World 2000 show. Bill Goldberg versus Rick Steiner announced for that show. This match would never happen. I was going to say that did not happen. Go on. Uh, do you want to know what matches actually went down at uh, Pro Wrestling, I know, Wrestling World 2000? I know, but I want you to tell me anyway. Okay, we had uh, Otani and Taikawa facing Kendo Kashin and Minara Tanaka. Some good pronunciations there. Uh, Koshinaka and Kojima. Nice. Uh, Hiroyoshi Tenzan and Wild Pegasus went one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, Jushi... Wild Pegasus? Yeah. Probably not the Wild Pegasus. Probably another one. Because Ben, name redacted, was uh, Pegasus Kid, wasn't he? So who's he Wild wasn't. Pegasus? 
You do that. And I'll... I will check who that is. Uh, we also had um, Yuji Nagata and yeah, yeah. Yamakaze going one-on-one. Uh, Vegeta and Kimo. Uh, Scott Norton took on Don Fry. Rick wow. Steiner. Jim Ross just had a... Anyway. <laughs> Rick Steiner uh, didn't get Bill Goldberg. He got Randy Savage instead. That's... Uh, presumably after practicing in a shoot fight with Hawk at a Kid Rock concert. Um, Hashimoto and uh, Izuka defeated uh, Murakami and Ogawa near the top of the card. Oh, so Hashimoto was still having matches with Ogawa. Yeah. Yeah, that's always, that's always interesting to me because the June 4th, 99 show, FMC had a match that... It's believed, and it's always hard to re- see what's real and fake in the wonderful world of Japanese wrestling, that Agawa, who was a legit fighting background, was told by Inoki to probably shoot on Hashimoto to, oh, get, wow. to get him to shoot back. And Hashimoto was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> but had no issues with Agawa. It was sort of like Inoki's making him do it. So I, b- I thought he was gone by this point in New Japan. Still anyway, kicking sorry. in, still kicking in. Um, really digressing. Oh, as I've already interrupted. Oh, incidentally, uh, Wild Benoit, Pegasus? Benoit was Wild Pegasus. Okay, was, so... Wild Pegasus, Pegasus kid. So, there we Pegasus. Go. so name redacted was so basically if this was on the WWE network you wouldn't be able to find this match you'd have to you'd have to scrub to find it it wouldn't be listed uh, that's a network joke uh, Chono and uh, Muto went one on one okay that's Chono Kiji Muto and in the main event uh, uh, Tenru versus Suzaki oh, okay God I thought you were saying Muto versus Chono was the main event Jesus no 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 Suzaki and Tenru oh. went on last M- Muto before Suzaki he reinvented beat- himself in I believe 01 what's coming up uh, it wasn't wasn't pleasant. So. <laughs> it wasn't a good time for all no. involved. Uh, so that was that was okay, the okay. card that we actually got. I love Tenru, so I'm sure it was a nice match. But yeah, I remember the Savage versus Rick Steiner match. Oof. <laughs> really? Whoa. Surely not. Surely it was a clinic. Surely it was a tour de force. It was in a clinic. <laughs> Look at that. I tell you what, it's funny because we're recording this the uh, on the Monday, which is just following Wrestle Kingdom, and. Uh, Talking about that plus Wrestling World 2000. I tell you what, I feel like a I feel like a slightly obese Chris Charlton at the moment. <laughs> I've never felt more in touch with my pure wrestling side than I ever have in this particular moment in time. Oh my God! Speaking of which, um, the author of the Egg Dome book that Sam Driver got eggshells, eggshells, Chris Charlton. That's right. That's a very that's a, that's the segue. Chris Charlton. I don't know what he looked like. So someone put a picture of someone, and Jack the Job was like, "Wait, is that?" Who's that? And I thought, wow, that's that, if me and Jack the Jobber had a kid, that would be him. <laughs> and then someone pointed out, yeah, that's Chris Charlton. I went, oh, no, mate. Mate, I'm sorry God gave you that face. Oh, oh my, God, not... God gave you my face, but to, to make up for it, he gave you a lot mate, of talent. So mate, it's all right. I was going to say, you can't double down on an insult like that. He looks like me. I've never taught myself. <laughs> looked adorable. You're all handsome people. You are. You're all handsome people. And Charlton, Wait, I have no idea what he looked like. So I just like just roast this this nice guy. <laughs> He's a commentator look. for New Japan. <laughs> yeah. Very important influential. In, in, well, oh, I'm sorry, Chris. No, I, I want you guys to be friends now. I'm sure. I want you and I'm sure he's definitely invited me to his birthday after that. Oh, I think he definitely will. Definitely will. Yeah, invite me and Ogawa. <laughs> yeah, you know what Inoki said, right? Get him. Uh, so that pretty much is all the notes I've got from in and around the wrestling world. Other stuff we can get to as the show is in oh. progress. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. 
That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. That's great. So should we, uh, 17 minutes in, should we do the thing? Yeah, should why we not? do it? To, uh, okay. So you tell the lovely people how to operate so this. We are going to now watch Survivor Series 1999 in its entirety from the very beginning. So you can find it by searching Survivor Series 1999 on the WWF, on the WWE Network, the WWF, oh. on WWF TV. Uh, you can find it on the WWE Network. Uh, if you're not sure, it's the it's it's got the Survivor Series logo at the top, and it's got pictures of Rock and Big Show and Triple H on the front cover. Why is Big Show on there? Who knows? Maybe we'll find out as we crack on with Survivor Series 1999. And you can press play. At sync up. We're going to sync up. Gold Nine with put the keys in. Here we go. On my count. Okay. Uh, on play, you go. Okay. And three, two, one, a play. Here we go. Here go. we go. Everything's going to be fine. There is your main event. Not The a... Rock will definitely be here tonight. <laughs> <There's>... Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> there's Steve Austin. And there's Triple H. H. Will definitely be here tonight. <laughs> I can't wait for the title to be on the line in this match. Triple threat. That means three people. Triple H is one of those. <laughs> Height of Carnism. The Rock will be here. <laughs> Height of Carnism, this show. Height of Carnyism. Trust. As in, you will have none in WWF after this show. Were they a publicly floated company at this point? Yes, because the Jeff Jarrett story came she ended with Jeff Jarrett saying, I left, and then Vince said, oh, there's no issues here. By the way, you still got stock. Oh, okay. I just wonder whether how you how you get around this with your shareholders. You would point... With- uh, you would point the same way Scott Hall would point at Kevin Nash to the <laughs> giant SmackDown ring. <laughs> I'm going to put it down here. You hide behind it like a SWAT team, and there's Triple H. I'll do like these lovely introductions that we're talking over, but they really get you in the mood. They do, don't oh, they? Oh, that's right. It's the show with the Blockbusters theme. 
red pyro at the start of Blockbusters. Can I have a pee, please, Bob? Imagine they did. <laughs> Welcome to Blockbusters! <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I'm Bob Holness. Welcome to Survivor Series. I'm almost as old as Jim Ross is in 2020. I'm <laughs> almost as old as Jim Ross will be in the future. We're in the Motor City. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait a second. Detroit Rock City. As in The Rock, the guy that showed up for his match. Anyway, anyway, no spoilers. <laughs> and uh, I'll listen to the Something to Wrestle With podcast. Oh, yeah, they copied us. Bruce. They copied us. They heard we were doing yeah. Survivor Series and then... Conrad, I love you, Conrad, went, Hey, Bruce, jump me up on this show. We do Survivor Series. Yeah, he went, Hey, what would Road Royal Hawk and Randy Savage sound like at a Kid Rock concert? <laughs> do you know what, though? I was, I was, when you told, when you said they were going to do it, I thought, Oh, this is good. You're going to check it out. They'll probably get loads of intel that we can share on here. And uh, That's you've, what co- I thought. you've come today with zero notes. <laughs> it's all in my head because <laughs> not a lot was said, to be honest oh, with you. Really? It was all the start. The stuff that was interesting was. We reported in a few SmackDown classic podcasts. Uh, oh, it's the Godfather, by the way, with some uh, pay-per-view hoes. For some reason, mm. the pay-per-view hoes are wearing more than the SmackDown hoes. I don't know why that is. The classier ladies. <laughs> hey, you're having to pay to see that, whatever. But that he like... said, uh, sorry, Rob, I'll go back to the thing because not distracted by the fabulous action we're about to see. Ah, uh, there's Jerry Lawless. So we'll just talk over him. The, <laughs> the news that was put that uh, Dream Stage Entertainment in Japan obviously they used to would go on to be the backers behind Pride and later on Hustle uh, we're trying to work with WWE and the report that they gave out was that they were trying to have WWE come in and do some Pride versus WWE shows and all this Yeah. and Bruce Pritchard went no that's not true the, <laughs> the Japanese uh, journalists are always uh, trying to insert fake stuff into you know the whatever the, the void there to get people talking and get them interested he's like no it's absolutely no interest because we figured out eight by this point that we don't need like Japanese stars and Japanese people to because the the stars were crossed in Japan and G- Europe or whatever. They just want to see us. <laughs> All right. Which I thought was like, yeah, that was fair enough. Accurate, accurate. And uh, you know, they probably were like, no, no, that's not true. And then saw friggin' Savage versus Steiner at Wrestle World. Like, Whoa, <laughs> dodge a bullet there. But then it was funny because Bruce Pritchard goes, like, oh, you know, Takeda had a you know a cult following, had some minor popularity. I'm like. Takeda was huge at this point. <laughs> there would be no pride. It wasn't for Takeda. So it was why like, is he... Bruce Pritchard nonchalantly going, ah, he wasn't that big. I'm why, like, why, why, is he, why is he saying that? Is he is because now he's he's on the dub dubby train? <laughs> he's still playing down the importance of New Japan. I mean, that, that wasn't New Japan in Prentice. That was DSC. So. Oh, apologies. I don't think he said anything against New Japan. It was just the fact that he knows that it was BS. But then Meltzer... Who he doesn't name, but we always talk about, like, report it as fuck. He's like, no. <laughs> this There was never discussions. We're worried about something else. we got to like, talk about this, right? Because this was ace. I remember watching this saying, saying to myself, this is the coolest thing ever. I so, guess. like, they're all cosplaying as Godfather. Yeah. And d so, looks good. To, according to Russo logic, Tom, uh, Dilo Brown is feuding with Godfather. Because <laughs> he's wrestling. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, don't tell me there's a third pimpin. <laughs> there's a lot of pimp, lot of pimp companies in the WWF. Godfather was right. Pimpin ain't easy. <laughs> it's suddenly become a very crowded, saturated market. It's a bit like podcasts. Yeah. So, mm. it's when, <laughs> explains why uh, Takeda came out of Pride 2 with like dressed as a pimp. When he had his... No, he didn't. He didn't. Absolutely. <laughs> he might have done. I like how Jerry Lawler and this Jerry Lawler saying, "Hey, there's Dilo dressed as one of the Godfather's hoes." 
which is a very yeah. different mental <laughs> image. <laughs> oh, this was like, oh, get in. Good lads. Cute cut to Godfather rolling on the floor laughing, literally ruffling, if I remember correctly. There he is. <laughs> I remember him ruffling. That, that's the, it's okay because we're laughing at it thing. <laughs> I I wasn't against the headbangers at this point. <laughs> I like that they're all dressed uh, collectively, even if it's, you know, dressed up as weird pimps, because that's, that's the thing about Spyro Series I liked as a kid. They all get together and go, we are team. Oh, God, yeah, it's the, the best part. Some of the names. It was, okay, so you had, like, in terms of Survivor Series teams, you had Roddy's Roundies. Right. Uh, the Hulkamaniacs, obviously. Right, right. Always. Hogan always had the team named after him. Uh, yeah. The Million Dollar Team. Stuff like that's definitely one, yeah. That was 90. Greg's Hammers. Ronnie's Ruggeds. <laughs> but I like... I like... <laughs> Incidentally, we did ask you to name one of these teams later on in the show. Uh, I've got the top three. Have you? To go through in a bit. Uh, Wait, which you. team is this? Is it the Godfather team? Uh, no, no. This will be the team of Steve Blackman, Val Venus, oh. Gangrel, and Mark Henry. Later on tonight at the Viver Series, where Steve Austin will definitely wrestle. Oh, man. <laughs> million miles away from what he became. Prostitutes! I love, I love Bubba's uh, New York accent. <laughs> oh, I, I quite fancied her in the middle, I remember as a kid. She looked quite sassy. Not D-Lo. Nothing wrong with D-Lo. How dare you not let me have prostitutes? Oh, that, weird scene. Oh, yeah, oh short, there we go. That's a short-lived... Short-formed uh, Acolytes music. Because yeah. they're not in the ministry anymore. No. They're not the APA. They're, I don't rightly know. There was a fans yeah. alive and kicking from 20 years ago. We're in this sort of weird time with them where it's like we're, we're still kind of spoopy, but we're yeah. not really assigned to anybody anymore. Yeah, WF's like, they're badasses. And you're like, we don't care. That's that it. Much. You got it. You got to give us a little bit more than they're just badasses. Man, they're so badass. They are so badass that they're going to be named Billy Badass. <laughs> Billy Badass. Farouk, I always thought was uh, like he was. He was. I, I was surprised later on as a wrestling fan as I did my inf my research later on. I was always surprised that Ron Simmons had such a standout career in the early nineties. I always just mm. sort of as a kid just said, "Oh, he's a tag team wrestler." That's just kind of what he does. Right. Yet you forget that like he was like a real groundbreaking paradigm shifting force in the early nineties. Absolutely. In oh, by the way, on the W Network, things were shilling. They have the most recent table for three. Then it's Nation of Domination meet up again, but this time it's Henry, Godfather, and Brown. And man, he said Brown's a story. He says that one of the times they were it was him and Farouk in the ring and Twain were between adverts. Yeah. I forget which arena it is, but um he went, Ah, oh, and he went and Farouk's like, Why what are you looking at? Then the crowd was like, Oh, there and he went, What what? And he goes, Farouk, I was sat there on that seat 
in this arena when you beat Vader for the title. Oh. I was like, whoa. And Fruk, you know, being someone, he was like, don't, don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> don't make me feel feelings. Damn. Because, oh. yeah, I'll, and Henry tears up in that episode, by the way, I think, because it's just thinking about... I don't believe him when he tears up. It normally means he's going to put something through a table. <laughs> <laughs> Mislead you. Yeah, I don't and, trust him. Yeah, this is... One of the last times the headbangers meant anything. It's just such a weird comeback. They had a bit of a um, a, a rejigging, like character-wise. Mm. They started wearing cones, which counts in this era. That counts as a character rejig. Start yeah. wearing Madonna-esque cones on your chesticles. Yeah, I think the idea was to be a bit like Arna Manson almost. But again, I've been in many metal gigs. Been in lots of rock gigs, ska gigs, black metal gigs, doom metal gigs. I've never seen anyone like the headbangers there. No, <laughs> it's true. But, you know, I'm all for representation as the man with the giant Afro wig and gold chains. Just <laughs> shocking officiating, by the way. Letting a man with gold chains. Yeah, that's technically, and an Afro a, wig. technically a weapon. There was a, a bit earlier in this match where Marsh had his wig pulled off by Bubba. Uh, a a spot, get his wig split. A spot that wrestler Visage would turn into part of their thing. Yeah, where... Visage, who would uh, come out with the wig on, would have the wig pulled off and then <laughs> headbutt the plaque. Phenomenal. Good times. Good times. But like Big when, um, fan of Visage. Angel Garza gets his kit off and throws it. Yeah. I like. Okay, favorite times when wrestlers have used clothing as a weapon. Wait, I've got to say this. Nobody's There's a big ever. pop. There's a big pop there for. Well, okay, not big, but compared to the ones that's going on SmackDown for Bradshaw. Is he from Detroit? No, he's Texas, isn't he? Detroit Texas, Texas boy. No, it's Michigan. Oh, oh, wow. Well, this is the first time we've heard an actual, like, yay. <laughs> it might be the last. <laughs> Has there ever been a wrestler who's taken their glove off oh, and hit God, somebody? Oh, God, what a horrible... I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I had to laugh at that, that, that run. <laughs> Thanks and bye. <clears throat> it's nice that he kept his, his big old I want to be Stan Hansen clothesline gimmick from 96. Oh, God, he's a that. big fan of a swinging old lariat. Yeah. <laughs> a big old boot. He's basically a Stan Hansen, isn't he? Well, he wishes. So <laughs> if you've been following SmackDown, listen to our podcast, and judging by the Twitter responses, some of you are, which is yeah, very nice. Thank at you least very much. three people. Thank yeah. you. Sort of. Um, <laughs> the Acolytes have been, were feuding with Dudleys, and then that stopped because they both became bit parts in the Xbox Kane storylines. And Godfather and Dino Brown are teaming up because oh, Mark Henry did just blow up from a pair of them. Yeah. the whole Viscera thing. They, and then, yeah, there we go. Mark, Mark Henry. Talk. Yeah, so they're just teaming up because they're not Mark Henry. And the Headbangers have shown up because... Uh, well, this is the thing. Like, D'Lo Brown has, since the, the, the unfortunate Draws incident, D'Lo has had a, a bit of a change of form. And I don't know whether the two are connected, whether it was just he was kind of losing face backstage as it was or whether that was the incident where they said we just we can't really push you right now we're gonna sort of move you to one side and so teaming with the godfather seems to be what is now that's his life now yeah i mean it's not they bad say that team nah you're right i mean the headbangers now they're uh Look, I love the gimmick as a kid, but it's like watching, you know, He-Man or something. When you're an adult, you go, oh, it is crap. <laughs> what was nice, though, was on WrestleMania 2000, I think it was <laughs> at this point. 
I've sat timed it well. That, that bad sound effect will time it very well with that 3D. Beautiful. WrestleMania 2000 at this point, um, I would have. I was the proud owner of it. And the nice thing was, because Godfather was in it and because D'Lo Brown was in it, you could just give D'Lo Brown Godfather's attire, yes. change the color, and then you had the tag team, and it was up to date. I did like, like stuff like that. WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy making them future-proof to a certain extent, where you go, oh, well, they, these these guys, these guys now with these guys, they change your outfits and you just modify it. It's like, what a nice way. Of, I mean, yeah. when you played it in 2007, like I was, it got a bit bad. You had to have the, the dead wrestling section. Oh, yeah, it was... That was that was it when they had to just put all those over right. there, put those on like on on slot twelve. Well, I always thought it was a good idea of like one of the two K games. Had like you know the the Black Lantern storyline and uh, wait what what? I think it'd be a good idea for one of the two K games. Oh, <laughs> oh jeepers! See, they are kind of feuded. Stupid Bradshaw. Mm, stupid sexy Bradshaw. I always thought it'd be a good idea for one of the two K games. Um, Pin Bubba Devon. Oh, sorry. Get off! <laughs> <laughs> Damn! They're all, are they? Ah, oh, the old. We're arguing over who's pinning who, who's pinning who. Da, 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 yeah. da, do, do. They just can't get along. It's a drag team that can't get. <laughs> that leg drop and from again, Peru. Great fishing for that to work. <laughs> Tim might let both men be in the re. Well, Farouk had excellent timing. So are like, they going to so, both brawl to the back? Yeah, I said, now they're gone, so it leaves Bubba on his own. God, it really is the Survivor Series time. <laughs> Who wonderful. will survive? Well, we kind of gave away the finish because, you know, the, the sea show in you know Middlesbrough, with the main <laughs> event of the Dudleys, he kicked out. <laughs> you suck, Bubba. Anyway, the Dudleys versus Acolytes. We'll have to come out too. Oh. Uh, Bishop Auckland Civic Hall to see that. No. <laughs> but will not be denied. I uh, said, um, I don't know whether you saw it, but um, what with the is that it? No, obviously with the impending um retirement of Jushin Liger, which has now happened of Jushin mm-hmm. Liger, uh, I was reminded at the time I saw Jushin Liger live at Gloucester Leisure Centre. Oh God, that sky eye! No. Gee-base. That'll ding-dang do. No, it won't. I need to share with you the card. I was going to say that I love Bubba's like, ability to jump up and take any bump. And God, considering the size, I mean, at this point, he's felt, but mm. what were you saying? Sorry. The card from this Gloucester Leisure Centre mm-hmm. show featuring Jushin Liger. Well, it was uh, Jushin Liger team with David Finley Jr. and Danny Collins to face the Knight family. And the Knight family won. Just to put that out there. Wow. Nathan Cruz took on Paul London. Wow. Johnny Storm faced Brian Kendrick. Davy Boy Smith Jr. beat Martin Stone. Tanahashi. Wait, wait, wait. Speaking of Tanahashi, Dilo Brown just kicked out of a top row powerbomb at Survivor Series match. Jeez. <laughs> See, this and is again. Crumbs. Okay, second row, but whatever. This is, the, this is the weird logic. This is the weird logic of Survivor Series in the sense that finishers are double powerful normally. To the mm. point where, like, a clothesline can eliminate a guy. Yeah, a snapmare can eliminate a guy. But D'Lo Brown, ladies and gentlemen, took a second row powerbomb and kicked out. To finish the thought, the main Screw event. Screw you, headbaggers. Main event at Gloucester, AJ Styles versus Doug Williams versus Rampage Brown. What company was that? This, WAW. I don't know what it's called, but that was the last show it ever ran. Oh. <laughs> Surprisingly. Jesus, I was Thomas, they ran out of money. 
Like, they couldn't warrant having all of that in Gloucester Leisure Centre. Wow. What was the attendance? Yeah, it's me and about four. Well, put it this way. Oh, no. Put it this way. I bought a ticket on the door. Okay. Like, five minutes before the show started. That's fine. But, I mean, where were you sat? Like, about three rows from the front. <laughs> okay. There we go. Right. Anyway, meanwhile, in 1999... See, this is what I mean. Like, as a kid, I wasn't that... Hello. I wasn't... I thought we were going to miss the whole train then, <laughs> just to look at titties. I hope we can tell this podcast. I do apologize. I like how that movie is still called by many The Ho Train. What would you, do you call notice it? that? Corner, Not the, the Ring Avalanche or. Corner Splash. But everyone still calls it The Ho Train. If you do it's that at the start, of... if you charge it up <laughs> with your shoulders. But even when people don't, I've heard people call it The Ho Train. Pretty sure we've called it Ho Train on commentary. I'm pretty sure there's a rest in this country that still calls it The Sable Bomb <laughs> as well. Yes, there is indeed. <laughs> Hello, Martin Kirby. How you doing? <laughs> he might listen to this actually he just got it yeah. I was like I was at the dark match at Gloucester show <laughs> he probably was that's why we talked He's a g- <laughs> <laughs> and again just I like D'Lo Brown like the father kind of like the headbangers that time so kid me was like yeah the old dressed up each other that's so cool <laughs> it was good wasn't it but it's yeah Tim White I think oh that is- explains if the buyers officiating Tim White has been fiddling the books, right? Because he seems to always be the ref for the Godfather's matches. <laughs> <laughs> something's 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 skew if there. Like hey, there's, there's worse things to fiddle. I always I always like the wholesome bit where Tim White at the match at the end would just sort of be walking around the ring just kicking up dust. Like, oh no, I'm gonna go now. And then they'd bring him in. Like, uh, oh, all right then. <laughs> like somebody waiting for a lift at the end of a night out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, well, I better uh, ring a taxi or something, I suppose. Do you yeah, bye, bye. Do you lift back? <laughs> yes, please. Bye, say hi to the taxi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Tim White going back with him. Tim, you're not their friend. You're a subordinate. Well, that was the thing that happened. That will absolutely not affect SmackDown. Surely but not. this may well affect <laughs> the future of SmackDown. Oh, surely not. This wholesome boy, he's a national champion. Oh, apparently he's won... Um, some uh, let's have a look. Some tournaments, some NCAA. Um, it's nice. He lost to Stevie Richards a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I just want to always point that out. Had a dark match of <laughs> Owen Hart that's still not been released. Really? Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh apparently he's uh, Olymp- Olymp- Olympics. Oh, it's nice. He did an Olympic once that oh, time. Oh, he's gonna. He did a cry on a on a podium. <laughs> I guess because he lost. What colour is that? <laughs> <laughs> he just got. Fo- he's, he's allergic he's, to gold. He's, he's shined that bronze medal up really well, hasn't he? Just got. Um, he's got vertigo standing on the top of the podium. He's <laughs> 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 made his eyes water. A lot of hay fever problems. Oh. Wait, what's Wait this? a minute! It's gotta be Sean Stacey. <laughs> it's gotta be Sean. Sean getting an entrance in a major pay per view. <laughs> yeah, mate, you are a trivia note, sir. Congratulations, you are a trivia question. Mm, look at all that meat. Oh, this so, match made him a trivia question. Absolutely, he is the Hugh Morris of WWF. He truly is. So. On the something Russell with, they explain why Sean Stasiak, and they say, "Oh, here we go, here's Stan the Man." Uh, wow, that's great. That's what the kids love. This guy's, this guy's great. You know, you've never seen him on telly before, but now we're going to tell you why he's great. There's his dad in a yeah, dressing gown. <laughs> yeah, colorized footage from the 1970s. This was a really, like, I, I mean, yeah, he punched a dude in the face. Is it, Remember is, that, Tom? <laughs> he won with the punch in the face. Look everything. at those tights. Those t- <laughs> Oh, God, was that in his prime? <laughs> that, was the, that was the best he ever looked. <laughs> Obviously, it's the whole thing of you don't want you don't want your new guy to come in and beat a nobody. 
So you're actually make you're trying to give a bit of gravitas to Sean Stasiak. Yeah. I mean, I admire the effort. <laughs> yeah, his dad was good. Anyway, so Wait. the reason why Sean Stasiak is in this position is because this is Angle's pay-per-view. De- no, it's his wrestling debut. This is his debut. WWF in-ring in televised right. debut. And he'd be doing matches on the house show circuit with Sean Stasiak. So they wanted someone that Angle would feel comfortable with. Fair enough. Wanted to feel, feel comfortable when he was uh, beating meat. <laughs> so there we go, lads. Some of the country beating meat quite a bit. Yeah, I'll have to check out, um, you know, when I can't sleep at three in the morning. Um, when he was Sean Stasiak and when he stopped being meat. Because the last time we saw meat, wasn't he like... I'm pretty sure... Being accused of beating up his lass, but then she was faking it. and then No, that was Chaz. Oh, God. Unless there was Chaz two. and Meat. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. a Sunday Night Heat main event. I got mixed Chaz up. Chaz and Meat on Sunday Night Heat. Yeah, where's Meat been? Now, this is. No, he was helping out with the Main Street Posse. Was he? Uh, yeah, no, what's SmackDown? He was clearing yeah. house. Yeah, it was like, my God, the Main Street Posse are here. And here's Test. And here's Sean Stasiak. <laughs> because of reasons. <laughs> Listen to the. Is this where the crowd start chatting boring? This yeah. Is, like, what a different world we live in now as wrestling fans where, like, this, well, is a, 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 this is like a technical match to start with, and the crowd are going, boring. We don't want wrestling in our wrestling. Boo! Well, that's a, one of the nice things about the year 2000, that the condition people that go, no, this is this is wrestling now. This is a match that's going to go longer yeah. than three minutes, you and it took a while. To it, it couldn't be just a quick change. Listen to them. Boring. Let's go... Let's go to the Is that a sports lobby. thing? Detroit Red Wings, is that right? I might have made that Possibly. up. Possibly. Detroit Red Wings. Might be. Uh, a little bit of factoid uh, oh, come on, about say something. Kurt Angle. He did an interview in 2017 uh, where he talked about his debut. And he said to Vince, like, I'm, I'm worried that they're oh, not yeah. going to like me. <laughs> and Vince said, I don't want them to like you. I want them to hate you. And so Kurt was very confused yeah. by this. He's like, well, should I then for be a bad guy? So no, just go out there, be a blue chipper, be yeah. a be an upright, good standing man, and they'll boo you. Kurt Angle did not get this until he stepped out there and he went, ah. Yeah. And then when he got it, boy, oh boy, oh. did he absolutely run with it. I mean, it's such a great gimmick. This this part, I mean, Angle will go through his different stages, but proto-Angle here is just... We start going to be completely, completely unaware. Why are you guys disrespecting me? I'm, I'm a genuine athlete. I'm the only pure athlete. Oh, oh brilliant. Once, he, once it clicked, it clicked, and it was great. So this it's is... like It's almost like it's an... I can never say this. An anacrostic. Anacrostic. Uh, something that's out of time or it's not supposed to be there. Like... You're watching a Viking film and someone's got a watch on. You know, that type of thing. Because yeah. he's like, if this was 85, he'd be like, angle, angle. But I say, so it's almost like he's just come from a different era going, it's me, it's, it's me. Kind I'm of, a great rest. I'm Ken Patero about the hatred for McDonald's windows. Kind of like what Backlund should have been in the early 90s. There we go, yeah. But um, they, they've... And, and uh, with this, you can hear the crowd going boring because there's wrestling happening and not like a, a bunch of trash yeah but um, short stasiak as well i mean yeah vincent man cited this choice. cited this as kind of wanting to be the self-aware rocky maivia so when rocky maivia debuted yeah, vince was like it. they're gonna love him and then when they didn't he was like i don't understand so vince vince has proved he can learn so vince has gone okay we'll do that 
But this time, we're just going to own the fact that people won't like yeah. you. And I wonder if they realized how good and successful anger would be for them. I don't know whether they did. I, I get the impression that... Oh, here we go. Wait, wait. I want to see this storm. I remember, uh, uh, I remember the time watching this thinking, oh, God, he's really angry. I never thought... That's so real, doesn't it? Yeah. In my head, <laughs> I was like, oh, this isn't going the way he wants to. And like, in my naive wrestling head, I was like, oh, this is a bit rubbish. I, but hey, look, I remember... I, I, I'm, I'm a victim of time. I remember the time watching <laughs> this going, oh, mate, look, my face says it all. But um, <laughs> I remember the time going, oh, this is a bit rubbish. I remember. Because it wasn't just like smashing grab and slam yeah. bang wrestling but they wanted you to feel that so it's like yeah. oh okay you got me so and they... sometimes they can go sometimes they'll be uh wrestling fans can be a bit too like that this is a much more simpler era yeah where it's like i didn't like that so i booed yeah <laughs> that's the point and it's like pisses up but ah that's what we wanted you to do <laughs> people people are on, on a similar note to this like uh, the end of wrestle kingdom with kenta attacking naito and how everybody's going, oh, it wasn't right. It was the wrong thing to do. It's a like, good, that's, go. the, that's the point. Like, don't you're not meant to like it. I'm not going to join in the New Japan discussion because I like talking about it in real Le- life online. Uh, I'd rather talk about politics. I fired off a load of tweets during the Liger oh, uh, no. celebration. I'm expecting to check my phone later on today and just have a lot of anger for being so yeah. bloody-minded. Saying why were... is it expecting Inoki to, to when the when the video appeared of Inoki expecting Inoki to appear behind Liger and glare at him, <laughs> setting up a dream match for the next <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom. Apparently, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> F five. <I did. laughs> oh, not an F five. Wow, that's really good. John Cena should record that so we can <laughs> oh, watch it later on. See what he did. There's there. not many jokes you can do with Sean Cena in fairness. Oh, we are. Oh. He was. He in... missed the target and went all the way to WCW. <laughs> they, do you know what? They... And here we go. Here's what Meltzer called the Samoan drop. Did he? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what the hell you call that, though. Modified slam, as JR oh, called it then. <laughs> the blue thunderbomb. Modifies. <laughs> Oriental slam. Fall away. Why is he back up? Look at that. He put brrrp, Hawk Heg, Mike Hegstrang school of selling from Sean Stacey out there. Boop, straight back up. Angle boring. The Hercules Hernandez <laughs> taking Sid Powerbomb way of selling. Jeez, why is he back up? Sell your dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> Tyson Fury right there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over how, I forgot how quick he popped up. As well as I like the backwards S they've given him, so we know that's Sean Stasiak and not, you know, anything Nazi related. <laughs> That'd be a hell of a gimmick, <laughs> wouldn't it? Oh, my God. The old Jojo Rabbit gimmick 20 there years early. There we go. Thanks, Angle. I'll That'll never last. Early tonight, Steve Austin, who is definitely 100% in the ring right now. Of course, of course <laughs> he's looking at him. There he is. Steve Austin's in the ring. His hunting jacket he's still sporting. The WWF Championship's on the line later on tonight, and Steve Austin is in the ring at the moment. There we go. Now we can say he actually appears on the pay-per-view <laughs> in the form of the intro and this clip. They're so careful with their wording. <laughs> That's right. Do you know how many... You know how many... 
You know how many snakes I had to skin to make this jacket? <laughs> is that how they make those? Sorry. <laughs> I think it probably I'm talking is. complete rubbish. As, <laughs> as there was a nice bit, though, on the Swing Wrestle With thing about how... Look. Apparently, the, uh, the allegations around this time were that Austin was noticing and commenting about how The Rock was perhaps maybe outshining him deliberately in tag matches. Oh. Was it how shows or dark matches or whatever, because, you know, Rock would be like, eyebrow raise, and ooh, and causing Austin to comment uh, privately or publicly, I'm not sure, like, yeah, that, that eyebrow stuff will never work. People, there, people riding him and going, oh, is there real heat between them? Because Rock was arguably, possibly, maybe as popular as Austin or about to become that. And then uh, Bridges went, ah, come on, it's like, Every person who's been at the top of the card has always said that about the, the guy underneath them. Yeah, exactly. So it's just a it's bit the, of, a nice of the jungle. Yeah. I think the fact that Austin felt the need to comment on The Rock in that way was would have been a great compliment to The Rock. Yeah. To go, he actually is that rattled by me that he has to make a point on something I'm doing. Now that's that's great. Mm. That's what you want, isn't it? What you really want is when you're trying to do something, you want your rival, your, you know, your, your next echelon up to, to give you grief because it says, hey... They're paying attention. Yeah. I feel like someone's probably, never mind that crap. Here's what <laughs> we came to see. We'll talk more about Steve Austin in a little bit because I've got some notes on the Observer about kind of what was going on backstage at this point. He's getting ready for his match. Of course he is. Of course he is. So we're about to watch uh, a, a tag team match, a Survivor Series elimination match featuring Val Venus, mm-hmm. Sexual Chocolate Mark Henry, Yummy. Gangrel, Arr. and Steve Blackman. <laughs> like, you couldn't... You couldn't have hoyed together a more hoyed together tag team at this point in 99 if you tried. Like, this is like an assortment of guys who've, whose pushes have fallen over. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it, that's the, 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 one, the one thing they may all have in common is that they all dalianced in a, a major feud that just sort of fizzled. And in one case, they yeah. feuded with each other, <coughs> i.e. Val Venus and Steve Blackman. Right. I mean, on one hand it's supposed to be like when all the guys that I hated Honky Top Man were together mm. it was just like Steamboat uh, Roberts Savage I forget who the other one was yeah and it was like Honky Top Man and some guys yeah to protect him and it was just down to Honky Top Man he legged it <laughs> I think that's what they're going for here but it's nowhere near the same level. <laughs> and I believe you have some uh, some possible names for this team. We do indeed so we Go talked on, to Twitch so we, we asked you in the last episode just before Christmas to uh, come up with some names for this makeshift tag team. So as we say, we like to harken back to the days where these teams had names. Uh, this this assortment didn't. So we asked you what they should be called. Uh, my top three. So the team of Val Venus, Mark Henry, Gangrel and Steve Blackman. And number three from Lewich2, L-W-I-J-T-U, the Lethal Impalers. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, there's a match grant. That's oh, what I want to see. Print screen. Pure sex. Um, Andy Slitcher gives us the kinks. Okay, they yeah. all represent a bit of kinkiness. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, on. Mr. Fretz at number one, sexual all sorts. <laughs> sexual all sorts. I'm, I'm going with sexual all sorts. Oh, um, my God. When you talk of sexual all sorts, here is a man that looks swollen. <laughs> Oh my god, he looks like somebody who was like, I wish for eternal life. And the last page, like, <laughs> but I, got, I forgot to wish for eternal youth as well. It's a knob with three testicles. Oh. Look at this. State of this. 
his jeans, right. his jeans are acid washed, and he was wearing them at the time. <laughs> What's wrong with his jeans? They're meant to be that colour. I wasn't talking about his trousers. <laughs> 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 oh god. god! He looks like a pepper army for the love of God. Oh no! He's pulling his jocks up. He's got a belt on. <laughs> move, literally, move the notch along one. Save your pulling up. Why couldn't he have oh, had the rest of the show in HD god. and this is and this in standard def? This oh is, lord! This is sad. This is just like right. It is a menagerie of people who didn't quite make it to the top of the card. <laughs> And the posse. <laughs> this is like this oh. is this is the bit the main event bin. I, I, but the only thing I, fruit that's been in the fridge too yeah. long. <laughs> the only thing I can think of for the the, <laughs> the other guys who aren't bulldog was uh because they were sorted uh, people from feuds that no one wanted uh, car boot males. Oh! splendid. So as good as the. Sexual also. <laughs> I mean, it had to be sex related with Venus and Henry, right? But you tried. <laughs> Look at this. I mean, I, I, this is like you know how um, at Wrestle Kingdom <laughs> they had uh, Jay White. I don't know if that was intended or not. They had Jay White and Kota Ibushi have the like uh -huh. the runners up match. Oh, this is like the 1999 runners up selection. You know? Do you know what this is? You know at the end you're on X Factor. No. On the finale of The X Factor, uh -huh. where they bring back all the acts that were eliminated to do like a big musical number. That's what this is. This is all the guys who didn't quite crack the nut yeah. in 1999, but we're bringing them in for a little bit of a, a swan song. This is the PWG eight-man tag on night three of Bowler. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. oh, are you ready for it? Ready okay. for it? The one bump. <laughs> that's that's, that's it, bye. Me done, lads, crack on. <laughs> Get in there, Pete Gas. <laughs> That's right. I like that Undertaker had his mates like Bradshaw and Viscera and uh, Midian and all this other stuff. They were like real life friends. Uh, Shane McMahon had the Mean Street Posse. <laughs> and then Bulldog had the Posse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shane got bored of them and was like, well, I don't want them. <laughs> Bulldog just found them in a bin. Yeah, play with this. <laughs> hey, there you go. Oh. Venus have all that. God, the, the physique of Venus and Blackman at this point. I think someone in the blog of Doom recently commented, like, like if you were to, like, pop them open or just, like, pinprick them, the, the steam that would come out would be, like, <laughs> 10 foot high. What would happen if you, if you stuck a pin in Bulldog at this point? I think he'd just deflate. The pin would dissolve. <laughs> it'd, just, it'd just burn up, wouldn't it? Oh, CM Punk hey. special. Good old Bulldog. <laughs> this is Venus where he belongs after this, his brief stint at the top of the card. And he went, Jesus Christ, Val <laughs> Venus versus <laughs> Mankind? Val Venus at the top of the card and went, oh, hair's a bit thin up here. I'm going back <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Steve F. and Blackman. Steve. Can't say his middle name. <laughs> he had a, um, did he not have a, a TV show like Dog the Bounty Hunter-esque where he went... <laughs> Finding most wanted criminals. Yeah, it shows the inside the door. There you go. Oh, pump kick done. That's it. Nothing beats a pump kick. <laughs> it's a very deadly move in there. Oh, oh, he got another one. Gonna be great if this pump kick one of them. One, two, three, pump kick. <laughs> that is how you win on WrestleMania 2000 at this point. And this is it would be loved nowadays. You only got one name, Rodders. <laughs> 
He is literally the second most successful Rodney in television. <laughs> Just behind Nicholas Lindhurst. <laughs> I, I, I caught up a lot of Only Fools and Horses I hadn't watched. Oh, uh, nice. Thanks to Netflix, made it a lot easier. But apparently was they do the prequel series. And oh, Nicholas the, uh, the Frog's Legacy. No, no, it wasn't called that. Not yeah. the Green Green Grass. The, uh, the other one they did. I the didn't catch prequel. it. Prequel. Rock and Chips. That's it. Re- he appears in it, apparently. Yes, he and plays their dad. Yeah, and the reviews were about as good as this match. Yeah, it didn't do great. Was it not good? Nah, it wasn't very good. Thing is, um, John Sullivan didn't want to do anything else, Only Fools and Horses based at all, and then he died, and then his oh, state it's went, like that, isn't it? Hey, right, let's do some Only Fools and Horses uh, stuff. Uh, let's do a live show. Let's do a prequel. Let's do a sequel. And it's all bad. <laughs> it's, it's all of a time. All rock and near chips. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he played. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're going to see you. Don't tell me any of these guys actually take a pin for <laughs> Of course not. Oh. Look at this. Yeah. I used to love Gangrel's Impaler. Oh, I love I lo- Gangrel winning a match on Glor- pay-per-view. You love to see it. It's, it's a great day for everybody involved. The old glorious DDT. Getting a run out 20 years early. You feel the kiss of death for some people, but for Gangrel, it was a career. <laughs> it's like, you can't kill what's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> we know, look at Bulldog. See you in Long Benton, Gangrel. <laughs> I love it. Say, <laughs> like, we're all the great places Long Benton, <laughs> Blythe. I had rumour. Children. I had rumour he was in the northeast. He's always recently. in the northeast, but no one ever knows. Oh, I want to manage him. All the people in Newcastle that love wrestling and follow wrestling, and not one of the people I know has actually seen Gang Girl at one of these shows. Maybe he comes out at night and goes to Cozy Joe's. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gang Girl, and you're listening to the North Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Indie wrestling is dead. By the way, I listen to that, and the disbelief from my face could be seen that everybody who was, I was walking past in the street, when you use the term yes, this North Wrestling show is very, it's good going back and seeing the, the Robbie X was H.E. Drake very embryonic, I went no <laughs> Tom, you use that use that word everywhere else now mm-hmm. it infected you, I only used it I only used it that once, it's oh. a special word for me and you otherwise oh. embryonic, once was it, I'm going to watch I'm oh. the second or third one, skin yet. mark skin mark, <laughs> Christ that is an amazing move. Um, I would not want to take that move. There's a list of moves I would not want to take. A skid mark is one of them. It would break my neck. Would you take an impaler DDT from yeah, Gangrel? Absolutely, mate. Me In a heartbeat, I'd take 10. Would you take the sexy splash? I'd be fine. You'd lie. Was it? Please, please, God, tell me it was called the go. sexy splash. Oh, God, here we are. Pepper oh, Army. He's God, a, look he's at a those bit punches. of an animal. <laughs> he, he was an AEW, but you Cody Rhodes. Oh, God. Oh! Jesus! Oh my God. <laughs> Mark Henry didn't kill Bulldog! Ah. Oh Lord! Is that what your screensaver of the Earth turn? <laughs> Jeez! There you go, Gangrel, you can make it! Oh, there we go. Punch him right in the oh, vampire God. dick. Why is he. Why is it. Why are his pants oh. so wet? You can't not look. It's just juice running out of his back. It's like watching Ten Rouge oh, retirement God. match. Oh God! Look, oh God, even that suplex. Like. He didn't hit the ground no! properly. He actually pins him. This is it. This is Rise of the Bulldog, this bit. <laughs> this bit's right. This is right. The, the posse being eliminated was Empire Strikes Back. This is now Return of the <laughs> Jedi. This is the Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's right. That was a comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Snap suplex. Snap being his spine. Bulldog being landing right on his feet. Just <laughs> Whoa. What? 
He's going for a head. Uh, oh, whatever. He's going for a Oh, no. The replay. Jesus Christ. Brett, I'm here. Jesus. Oh, distracted by referee admin. Fisherman suplex. There you go. His shoulder was so far up. That was ridiculous. Horrible official. Survivor Series. <laughs> Go on, Val. We've had a superplex finish. Just force me with you always. You haven't seen one of them since 1991. <laughs> He's just going back through his favorite wrestlers from the past. Lex Luger, superplex, finish the move. Uh, Whoa. Oh. oh, thank God for Mark Henry. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, Bulldog. I believe in you. All right. This has gone for a main event, and uh, Mark Henry's gone from dueling pimp <laughs> organizations and having sex. <laughs> that's pretty much That's pretty much how he's gone. It's been a tough year. For, but why is Bulldog invincible? Oh. <laughs> Bulldog's getting the Lesnar treatment here. I'd like to point out one. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Valvinus kicking himself out there. Well done. Got <laughs> future in this business. Have to get into position, Bulldog. There you go. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this is Venus. It's, it's uh, CMLL rules, so Henry's legal man. <laughs> also, Bulldog can tag him because because right. it's WCW <laughs> rules. <laughs> WCW rules, which are, I don't know. Oh, God. Sexual chocolate, the one thing Bulldog hasn't tried today. <laughs> Oh, look at this. The double sexy splash. The sexy and the sexier. That's right. The money shot. Oh, God. Get some paracetamol for that boy immediately. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, he's already got them. Oh, the sexy boys one. <laughs> the sex addicts one. <laughs> the, they could go on the, the pull together. Quantity over quality. Triumphs <laughs> again. Can we call them dry humps? <laughs> Every time Bulldog falls over, I feel a bit sick. You could just see he's knackered. Can we do the preview image? Could it be Bulldog in midair? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we're great friends now. That's right. Our careers are going absolutely nowhere right now. Val Venus and Mark Henry versus Godfather and D.L. Brown. Tag team feud. Book it now. Book it now. I can't wait for basically a battle of the sexes. Oh, look at this boy. Oh. Christ. <laughs> you dweeb. That's the dummy from Goosebumps. <laughs> That's never Michael Cole, is it? And it's Michael Cole. I gotta ah! go. You wanna be in here a minute ago? Ah! Filthy boy. Who, ah! who, who, ah! who knocks and then goes, they haven't responded. I'll just go straight in. Alfred Hayes did that. Oh, uh, he did, didn't he? He did. Well, the was like, get I'm... out! And he went, that was extraordinarily rude of the <laughs> ultimate warrior. You, Am I, you pervert. Oh, Christ, talking to oh, perverts. Oh, speaking of perversity. All right, so I think we missed something on Raw. Um... Moolah was champ, but then she retired on Raw. And then Ivory went, BS, I want my, my title shot. <laughs> and she said, I want my rematch clause and pinned her in about 30 seconds. So now she's the champion. And then you have this big brawly thing on SmackDown that was just, oh, whatever. S send out the tits. 
And this this is a one fall match. Sudden death. And if you're not familiar with the women's division at this time, that's one fall too many. <laughs> this I'll is... see this though. Look, this isn't good by any stretch of the imagination. It really isn't. But Pritchard being something that I always thought amusing about Melter's reviews because he'd say something like, "Ah, oh, the elbow strikes thrown by I don't know maybe it's Tory were so bad." Yeah, like if you want to see real strikes, go watch you know Kawada, Kobashi, <laughs> and then we. And, Bruce Pritchard's like, what are you even talking about? Like, the main event of a Tokyo Dome show or whatever compares to this, which is intended as a break you on the pay-per-view. And I go, you know what? Yeah, that, that's the thing I think some reviewers do go, like... I mean, I'm sure at this time, if you watch all these kick-ass main events in Japan and you have to watch this, it's like... This, it's like packet I know, of, uh, this packet of Doritos is nowhere near as nice as foie gras! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't like foie gras. It's made by making gooses sad. Let's right. not talk on that. But you know what I'm saying, like... But you still get this, this weird... Kind of like, oh, how would they be competing with Wrestle Kingdom this year? Oh, a Baron Corbin main event. Like, no, that, that's that's not <laughs> what this is. This is. You're missing it. You're missing it. Oh, Tori looking normal for once. I, can see, I can see what Kane likes in her. I can the see. height. <laughs> he likes her height. Tori, and... fresh of appearance in uh, Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> oh, gosh. I seem to remember watching this on replay or on video. And my mum and dad watching this match with me. And it was just oh, like no. one of those moments where you where you, you want the ground to swallow you up as a wrestling fan because it's so far removed from what a wrestling fan is. See, my mum would obviously hate stuff like this. Be like, whoa, what? Oh, there's Deborah dressed not in the suit because she's no longer... No. She's lost some weight. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 250 pounds. And she's oh, now, there's Lola, she's now the sole proprietor of, of Jeff Jarrett's theme music. Yeah, that's hers now. It's now Deborah's theme music. It's now completely hers. Congratulations, Deborah. Here's to a glittering wrestling career for you. How yeah, she's also she? trying to flog, you know, 50 cardboard guitars in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and she and her Hebner says, Do you want to park up next to my car? I've got some t shirts. I mean, she's only the puppies thing by having the puppy prints on the shirt, I guess. On the on the mm. pants, I guess. Puppy pants. Puppy pants. And this set would be in No Mercy, then 64. It would indeed. Ah, oh, we could we could wax lyrical for ages about how I miss when stages look like this. When they're all unique and yeah. arranged. Why are we zooming oh, in on a God. tattoo? She, she was in the song when she got them. <laughs> It's like, hey, if you, if, <laughs> what I love is you can watch this with the regular commentary on. You can go, oh, I'm sick of all these ages gags. I'll put Tom <laughs> and Matthew on. There's Matthew going, oh, she's <laughs> old. Oh, yeah, you know, let's be complimentary about this. All right, oh, Luna Vachon. Luna's Always ace. loved her. God, that's a lot of hair. I like her, I like her music at this point. Big fan of her music at this point. Massively mm. underrated. Where was she when Gangrel? Oh, Gangrel needed her. She was taking on the posse by herself. <laughs> she wasn't going to take that superplex from her. Oh, and it's the Hardy Boys' mum. <laughs> She's dropped them off at the show. <laughs> She'll be about an hour, hour top, so come see her. You'll be in the toy aisle in the market. All right, cool. Scan wrestle, love. Back you in me, the just base. go to the tannoy and go, Bing, can, can Jeff and Matt's mum please go? Was it, was it us two that were talking about this when apparently one of the early plans for terry and the hardys and such was it was going to be that terry was going to actually pair off with edge and there was plans for edge okay. and terry to be a, a heel 
team in I the mid card. I can't see Edge doing well with women. No, it'll end. I, I hate the idea of Edge stealing a woman off one of the Hardys. Doesn't sound right, <laughs> does it? Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. All right, serious action, oh, Tom. Serious baby. action. All right. Ricky, I... Ricky Chosu like blows. <laughs> oh, God, she needs help getting the ring. Oh, no, love her. Oh, love She needs a Thora Hurd. Still live together. What's race. always tough is that she looks a bit like my nanny, Doris. <laughs> and that always made it a bit tough watching, <laughs> my young, so like watching my nanny Doris bounce around. <laughs> Poor nanny Doris. <laughs> I miss nanny Doris. She used to make lovely Welsh cakes. <laughs> oh, look. Hang on. That was a tag. That was not a tag. That was not. That was an illegal tag. This is ridiculous. She just clapped around on the outside. He's referees having a night off. Let's be a... Teddy Long. Teddy Long tag team matches is special. Oh, what? my. What was that? Come on now. Uh -huh. uh, as you saw that, Jacqueline wanted the DDT all for herself. <laughs> so Oof. Somebody wants something, but nobody knows what. See, they're still feuding between the women, even. The teams know no bounds. <laughs> Jacqueline proves she had a nicer DDT than... When the wrestlers feud with their own limbs, there's a problem. Sorry, I had that throughout the entire career. <laughs> Feeling like Paul Jones' army in Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant. <laughs> the feud never ended. Big shout anyway. to the only glow wrestler that WWE Ivory. has ever hired. Ivory, Lisa Moretti, mm. from off of Glow. And another Vachon from the... Uh, Vachon family. Vachon family, yes. Yeah, she wheeled out a poor mad dog for Hall of Fame. And Moolah from off of Trafficking. <laughs> that was a horrible time. Going back and forth between Lola and Tom, and then Lola and Matthew. <laughs> and inside mute might be the best option. <laughs> Amazing scoop slam there. May Young tagging herself in. Hey! Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Falling lordy. Lariat. That'll do. <laughs> That'll do. Quick, get him out. <laughs> My God, that was like Ben Hur for women's matches. Speaking <laughs> of Ben Hur. <laughs> ben, ben, uh, her, her Ben's. Where's Taz? Oh, Ben, her over. Oh, God, oh, sorry. Oh, that was me doing a lawn impression, honestly. Ben, her, that was uh, a film. See, what they failed to mention was that the women's title was on the line. That was a, a big oversight in the billing of that match. Oh, people would be really into it if they'd mentioned that. No, but it's just little things like that annoy me. Like, they never actually mentioned that it was for the women's title. They should have done. Which apparently it was. Like, see, she's the champion again. Le champion. She's the youngest and the oldest women's champion of all time. <laughs> well done, Moolah. Good job. Well done, everybody. Well done, Moolah. Your legacy is tainted by the human you oh. are. Yeah, this match really, really took a toll on her reputation. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, no. Getting back in the van, she's saying. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, God. I'm just gonna what? I'm just gonna rub her belly button with and then my his, hair. His Luna to help get off her. Oh god. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm ready to face the scary cane. It's your mate. <laughs> I like this ex fuck.
Okay. Six foot one. <laughs> if he's on a box like Mean Gene interviewing Andre the Giant, maybe. <laughs> Sorry, X Pac, I love you, but you were really you were saying you were higher than you were. <laughs> won't long be the way first to go for time, and it won't be the last. No way is X Pac anyway, high. So to recap this, uh, X Pac and Kane were teaming up, and had one of the best things going on the SmackDown era of X Pac and Kane, and X Pac want to be Kane's friend, and Kane being more human and really nice, and X Pac feeling a bit bad because Kane's destroyer of worlds and all this, and seven foot and make flames appear, and he's X Pac. He drinks that green drink that WF still don't. Oh dare God! They, name. They, well, he's not drinking it now, is he? No, I think they finally got rid of it. Say, look, they're not paying us. Can you mm. stop drinking that green drink? And then. They get together and they have a four corners match with the the acolytes, which X Pac wins. And Sonny, that was all the self esteem he needed. He's like, <laughs> I don't need you, Kane. I just want a match. <laughs> hey! Turns out that drink was helping. So <laughs> the drugs don't work. To make it worse. So backstage at this point, we're getting geared up for um, a, a, an angle that will take place that will change the shape of this show, and in fact, the WWF going forward. No, I want to. Don't ah. talk for me. What Shut that? up, Judy. You'll spoil it. <laughs> Don't speak. You'll spoil it. I'm sorry. Kane wants to speak. I will get the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Where am I? Oh, hang on. Oh, he's got a small willy. Go away, character. <laughs> he, you have a small house. And Kane grabs the mic. That means you have a small willy. Suck it, suck. Beep, beep. Vehicle <laughs> is reversing. <laughs> beep. So we're getting geared up for a uh, big angle that's forthcoming on the show that's going to change the shape oh, of... Don't ruin it, Tom. Nope. I'll go on. Change the, I'm, oh, not, I'm, not, I'm not yeah. gonna say what it is. There'll be people watching this who won't know about this. Oh, that's fine. Who <laughs> doesn't know about you this? You've sent the poster. So, according to the Observer, a strong rumor spread on the day of this show <gasps> that Steve Austin wouldn't appear. What? But as many people felt, it was some sort of dispute with Vince McMahon or a refusal to do a job. <gasps> Nobody. There was a, many backstage. Still didn't know the extent of Steve Austin's neck problem. And many just thought he didn't want to lose. <laughs> which is, which, which hasn't been the first time he'd done that about Triple H. He's a massively out of character. I mean, you only have to watch that Sunday Night Heat bit. If you watch that, when DX run out, it's just Austin battering Triple H. Which is incredibly uh, off-color when you realize how this show goes. And uh, it is, yeah, it is very much in keeping with Steve Austin. He was very... It's weird how... Oh, look at this. I love that. He jumped him. Wow. He's capable of anything at X-Pac. Nobody ever... He drives stick. Nobody ever jumps the flames, and they always act shocked by it. You time it like that chair shot on AEW. Bang. It's one of those things, isn't it, with Steve Austin, whereby a lot of wrestlers, when they refuse to lose other people, they get sort of vilified. Whereas with Steve Austin, it was like, to a lot of people, it was like a weird endearment. Steve Austin kind of gets away with it. Well, I mean, we all have our biases. Uh, people I, same side with, uh, I, I agree with you, but when I see online discussion is, when it comes to Austin's refusal to lose to certain people, people go, yeah, but we agree with him. <laughs> Triple H, what, again, all of 99 was a build-up to Triple H ruling all of 2000. It didn't hurt him in the long run that he hadn't 
to lose Mankind the next day rather than beating him at uh, Austin at the pay-per-view. And some have said that might be too much too soon because he was not the Triple H of 2000 at that point. True. He's week by week getting there. And right now, he really benefits from having DX behind him. as this, So he's a bit flair, horseman as opposed to just some dude who we quite we haven't quite got it right yet, have we? Yeah. So you can see the point there. And also the other famous one is Lesnar. And yeah. Austin said, said many, many times, he did not refuse to lose the Lesnar. He just didn't see the point in losing the Lesnar with no build on TV. Yeah. And I go, you know what? I agree with that, that as well. That one I agree with. Like, it was a King of the Ring qualifier. And then you, you kind of go, why would Steve Austin want to be in the King of the Ring? Yeah. I know. The, oh, sorry. Big pardon. Mark Miro, he refused to because uh, he went, well, why would I? Your wife's just powerbombed you. Why would I have any effort dealing with you? Why would you have a feud? And he's like, mm, you know, hard to disagree with that logic. And also Jeff Jarrett, because he just didn't like him. <laughs> so those are, those are some reasons why people go, yeah, he did refuse, but they at least made sense. And he said, he gave his reason why. And he's, he's got business in mind. Do you think it made sense for The Rock to lose to Al Snow? <laughs> but that's a thing, though. And did like, it hurt did that him? Help? Did that help Al Snow, though? No, it didn't. Didn't help the hurricane. <laughs> Either yeah, when Rock, no. I remember I remember reading about that Rock being annoyed because he did such a great job putting Hurricane over, and then the next week Triple H just pinned him like he was nothing. Yeah, and I think Rock, Rock either said an interview or it was outed in Wrestling Observer Live that he went, "Well, what was the point in that? What, what why you even want to mean? It's like mm, you know." So being this guy that loses to everybody freely, weirdly enough, there are some, you know, positives to <laughs> refusing or going. You know what? I don't. Especially now on WTV, where everyone's like, oh, I'll do anything you tell me to, sir. And yeah. then they're all losers. <laughs> and then when, what was the last one we had? Pac refusing to lose to Enzo. And yes. a lot of people are like, yeah. <laughs> Again, it's like, well, I'm sure I'm a bias there. But, you know, Pac, Pac could kill a kid. And I'm like, that kid had it coming. <laughs> what do you think, Tom? Because um, there's nothing to talk about in this match, because it's nearly over. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree in saying that there is a lot of... Um, a lot of times when Steve Austin has said I won't lose them, then um then Hurry he on. was he was right to. But then it didn't it wouldn't in the same way that like mankind's career wasn't tainted by losing to Val Venus, the Rock's career wasn't tainted by losing to Al Snow. Nothing came of either, but it didn't damage them in the long run. Choketh Slammoth. Yeah, but those also want the biggest stars in history at that point. Oh. And there we go. That was a hot what, three minutes of action? Oh, we talked over about Austin and Lesnar. Because <laughs> this is part one of a long feud that was going to go all the way to WrestleMania 2000. So if you came here expecting the pay-per-view blow-off, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> I don't think it's blown off at Survivor Series. That was a was... weird-looking X-Factor. Oh, oh! kick-out finishes! I was wrong. That's a Tyler Bate kick out for Volta. <laughs> that one kick out that just lit lit up the entire Cardiff. Tombstone. Punk. No. Oh. oh, through the. Wait, that kind of worked. <laughs> sorry, did, sorry Xbox knee. <laughs> worked out. Read that. Yeah. And that's it. It's, well, that makes Kane look strong. These three people have beat him up. DX, boo, you're the baddies. Apart from Road Dog and Billy Gunn, who are really popular. But pretend they are. And again, this is just a long bit of a feud. This is just a chapter... Well, Christ, actually, in the Xbox Kane thing, it's chapter 7. Oh, here we go. This, I forgot about this. 
Oh, oh. base. And that looked like, oh, there was a, oh. Now yeah, they yeah, like, yeah. That's, like, that's like the sting when Flair turns on him. He's like, yeah, I don't care if he's being beat up. Now I'm full of energy. <laughs> you hurt my woman. And Xbox like, I went, kid, man. You're bigger killed, than me, but. You killed my father. Prepare I didn't to know die. that was our last. Have you seen those manly hands she's got? Like, <laughs> scared for me life, pal. There's a rumor or innuendo about something that happens later on in this night that uh, is to do with Kane, which we'll talk about later. Oh, don't, thank oh, God, BB's here. BB's there. Oh, Jesus, Tom, I was so with worried. Both her degrees. <laughs> oh, jeez. What happened? Are you all right? Let me, let me examine Phoebe you. Phoebe and Holly were a thing. Yeah, but Holly says, yeah, but we report that they were married. He's like, no, we weren't. <laughs> rather, rather angry about that. Why would you be? No, I wasn't married to a woman. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Okay, that re the shot we got was amazing, but... Yeah, then we get that one. It's like oh. general brush. Why they show the replay, I do not know. Let's see it again. Oh, they zoomed in this time. That's Okay, better. that's great. That's great. Don't show it again. Don't show it again from a different angle. There we go. Yeah. Zapruder. Um, beautiful. It was like that um, Sorry. Uh, WrestleMania 17, the choke slam into oblivion that Undertaker did That's onto right. Triple H. Oh my God, we never know what Triple H landed on. And then it just shows him bouncing on basically <laughs> the comfiest silent night mattress you've ever seen. The Pack Sharp's fun house. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I never liked that look where it's got the pants and the shirt like disturbed by the milkman. It's <laughs> popping downstairs to get what a glass. Popping downstairs to get a glass of water. <laughs> well, Rock's ready to wrestle. Whoa! Who, Whoa, who the hell is, is that? that? Who's that? Is that Blackjack Mulligan? <laughs> is it? Is it Blackjack Mulligan? There's no way, because if Blackjack Mulligan wants to stop a fight, it's, it's... it'd be stopped. <laughs> That's true. Well, they slaughter. Oh, he'll help. Former WWF champion. Put the Cobra Clutch on him. It's Tony Guerrilla. Oh, great, yeah. Guerrilla, get amongst it. Thank God for these. Thank God Guerrilla. for these perennial classic mid carders <laughs> stopping Where's the fight. Stan Stasiak. Yeah, bloody hell! It's Stan Stasiak. Tony Guerrilla. <laughs> Guerrilla. <laughs> Guerrilla's got a deal for you. <laughs> Korea, you've got to see her. <laughs> He's stopping the fight from Triple H and The Rock. <laughs> Here we go. Lost again, once again in Koreaville. <laughs> Korea, Korea, <laughs> Korea. You're a backstage road agent. <laughs> You're stopping all the fights now. Gary, Gary, uh, Gary, uh, my wayward son. <laughs> <laughs> Album coming out next week. God. Look at this hairy boy who will one day run the training group for the WWE. Hi, I'm Prince Albert. One day I will train wrestlers. Hi, I'm Prince Albert. One day I'll be good. <laughs> Not here. Oh, oh Wow, Midian. Hi, I'm Midian, and I was never good. <laughs> He's trying. He's trying. Look at those pants. Sup <laughs> See, He's like, trying to get fired. Look at the state of him. You're talking about dad disturbed by the postman. This is dad disturbed by the postman whilst painting his face for some kind of rally. WWF 
tribute show in the UK in like God, 94. Sting's looking That's bad. That's right. The Ultimate <laughs> Warrior is on the show. <laughs> oh. We have a certain face painted long haired renegade. <laughs> and it's of course build up. With uh, one of the great all-time feuds. That, by the way, had nothing to do with Russo. It didn't, did it? I'm sure lots of people go up to me and go, you did this? He goes, no. Nah. <laughs> I he, was gone by then. He did a lot of bad things. This was not one of them. <laughs> and uh, R.I.P. Viscera, yeah. who died two weeks before this pay-per-view started, <laughs> as he was poured in the press. He oh, yes, he did, didn't he? Uh, look at him. He's, he, it's a shame. Gone too early. To the point. He's wearing his body bag. <laughs> to the Tom, oh, don't, no. don't laugh. We're getting serious. Oh, no. ah. oh God. Oh, thank God for Photoshop, John. For. Get <laughs> What's the Hogwild thing? Oh, yes, thank you. John Eiley did actually add Crash Bandicoot music to this scene, and we love him for it. Thank you, John Eiley. God. And here comes the. the oh, Paul Jim Ross has to be like, my God. Have you ever seen such. Genius action. <laughs> I mean, Becky Lynch is the man, but I'd argue at this point, this guy's the man. <laughs> oh, God, people flipping him off. It's amazing. Like, but the, the, like, it's great they find those people that are flipping him off, but like, there's no real heat for him otherwise. <laughs> like, you just want to see what he's going to do next. He should, yeah, it's uh, he's a... He's like a snuff film. Yeah. It's like you just can't take your eyes off him. The so, boss man sucks. I got really upset as a kid because I reported in the web magazine that Big Show's team was inexplicably uh, the Blue Meanie and Kai and Tai. <laughs> so I was like, get in. I love those guys. Hmm. Instead on Heat, he beat them all up because he figured, uh, <laughs> no, God, no. But also wanted to show that he just wants them all for himself. It wasn't these guys getting in the way of things. I also, quite... coincidentally, Big Show and Kai and I. There was a minor incident, I think, 2000, where Big Show uh, and tried to say some of the lines of, oh, it was like a handicap match between him and Kai and I. And he went to say, like, goofs, but they bleeped it out because he thought he said something else. And he said, no, it's just my accent. Oh. It's a minor thing that happened in 2000. I'm sure we'll get to that later on. That's not that he saw Big Show and Kai and I together, so. Very rarely. But, again... I know we're just throwing things in there and it's all Big Show is going to get rid of them and dispose of them because this is the, this is the big nasty bastard version of Big Show we're getting yeah. here because he's furious. Turns out messing with his dad was a bad thing to do. But Blue Meanie and Kai and I. Oh, they had to feed somebody to them. I guess they were the, the easiest to feed. Right. Because Sean Stasiak was busy that night. I'm not going to do a double header. You've, have you spoke to Brian about this? No, I should. But do coincidentally, we- though, all three members are Blue World Order. Uh members didn't say that very well but yeah, they're all part Japan, of the, well, oh, oh no not Dennis Knight Big Den's gone as in you go to nah no mind that, that job wasn't going nowhere head, anyway, there's Prince Albert head NXT trainer there <laughs> we go he's, he's the big head of NXT the, trainer the man, the man who runs developmental versus the man who will be sent to developmental <laughs> the following year and there's Visser who probably smells Jeez. as bad as Big Show's dad by now oh Christ what if they opened the casket and <laughs> Viscera was in there? I'm Vince. not even dead, lads! <laughs> oh, GBs. They have a match on Raw in a couple of weeks. Get in. 
which ends with a missile drop kick. Whoa. One of them hits a missile drop kick. Good God. I'll let you figure out who. See, this is what they were going for with the European title thing. We realized they didn't want to push anybody on the European title sky. Uh, yeah, it's the honky tonk man finish. I like this, though. I like this uh, style of match for Survivor. Like the way they did this. <laughs> the whole idea of Big right. Show's got. It's unique. The whole idea of Big Show's got partners. He do not want partners. He wants to batter them all. Yeah. He does. It's almost the- like Survivor Series is in the way of SmackDown. <laughs> uh, never mind the TV shows building up the pay-per-view. This pay-per-view is just getting in the way. Oh. That's a quite a common problem in 2019. And it was, hmm. I mean, last year, i.e., where like the pay-per-views just kind of got in the way. They were sort of hanging over the top of things. That's why we had a Fiend-Seth Rollins Hell in a Cell match like 12 minutes after they started feuding. Yeah. Yeah, the pay-per-views got in the way. Why would you bring that up after a lovely <laughs> match like that, Tom? Big sexy John Turry, med sexy Stephen Wells, the new outsiders. You absolute <laughs> marks. That I is bet you're two n- lads at college. One of you's got a stencil. No, the other one's got a Stephen Wells 317 oh. sign in the back. Or what else was there? If you're John Turry or Stephen Wells, right, get in touch. I want to know. How you... Oh, look there, Steve Austin. He's not dressed to wrestle. The Rock was a minute ago. Come on, Steve, got to crack see on. Steve Austin with all that camouflage stuff? Oh, I love that. I forgot. Triple H punched him, turned around to spit water, and it's like, it's like give me a minute, Steve. Jeez, oh. <laughs> Steve, I'm effed. Whoa. Here we go. Come here, you waskily wabbit. Come on, you get. Uh, you, I'm going to get you, and then I'm going to get dressed and go and get ready for the match. Like Steve Austin should be going, do you know what? I'll fight you in the ring later. It's fine. Road dogs, road dogs, road dogs got a text. Oh, here we go. Someone's outside for him. Well, that must be him. And there's, there's Steve oh, Austin. It is him. Still, it's still Steve Austin. Still Steve Austin. This is like who shot Mr. Burns now. Like, four. It's where's, let's zoom in. Let's zoom in. For a long time. Badong. Austin, just put weight on. Jeez. Well, ran into Jim Ross. I mean, he, let's go back and. That's definitely Austin. I mean, well put together as a live bit, mm. I would say. Like, away from the, 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 the frivolity of this storyline, um, well put together bit to have it so they they bait, they, they swap it, bait and switch, ironically. They, uh, they switch up so quickly and so neatly. Yeah, that's very nice. But again, it's 1999. So it's like, all right, Austin's kicked by a car. It'll be all right. Like, I don't think anyone predicted this would be like, oh, he's... He's actually out because they've done so much other crazy stuff. Yeah. Such as Big Show deciding to drop an entire dumpster <laughs> on Big Show and Prince Albert where they're in a car and if, killing them dead. Do you want even worse than that? Even worse than that if you're a astute wrestling fan, right? Two I'm weeks not. ago, David Flair got hit by a I car on Nitro and he was <laughs> he was back literally by thunder <laughs> without a scratch on him. So, like, everyone's going, Austin would be right. Oh, David Flair must be... What a great athlete. I can't even say that. Yeah. God, no. He's a tougher SOB than Steve Austin, apparently. Depends. No. See if Steve Austin makes it tonight. I think if David Test Flair... Test is there. David Flair has to like, beat Austin, and Austin refuse it. Yeah, but I'll just like to remind you, I am tougher than you. <laughs> Austin Beep. puts over David Flair clean. Anyway, yeah, there's there. The, oh, there's Slaughter. There you go. You're such a help in these backstage fights. Are you all right, Austin? <laughs> Christ, what a crap medical team. Slogan, are you all right, Steve? BB, like, with a <laughs> stethoscope. B 
BB's just pronounced him dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's dead. I'm sorry, he's dead. Dead. Security guy. Oh, yeah, we're just going to stand around. Hey, hey, do you need someone to stand around? It's JR. I just spoke that's JR. JR, uh, you all right? Oh! DX, the damn DX! Go around get some rice crackers. The damn DX! Tom, Tom's just actually going off camera to get a um, tissue. I'm, I'm, I'm off to go and check on Steve Austin. I'll be back in a bit. <laughs> Steve, mate, you're all right. I'm just going to lean next to you and ask if you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you get us with Rustin. No, 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 not in the mic. Read the criticism. All right, I'll go over People here. love you, but don't even write for the mic. All right, I'll go over here. Tom literally tears down his face. Oh. <laughs> no, stop singing. Tom, stop singing Candle in the Wind. You'll be all right. Goodbye, England, <laughs> so, yeah, this all is right. uh, the famous Austin. It will be out for a while, storyline. Which, again, Austin had been saying week after week, now that we know. Uh, no, my neck is dust. I need time off. They'd be like, kept on pushing it. Kept on pushing. No, no, we get the SmackDown ratings up. Now SmackDown ratings are through the roof, thanks to Arnie Schwarzenegger. They're like, okay, I'm going now. I'm going to have a break. <laughs> I'm going for a sleep. All right, cool. Well, when should we have it? Should we announce it on uh, the show? No, we'll promote you for Survivor Series. Yeah. Jeez. But on the plus side, it did give us the great, a great storyline that would go on for a kind of a while. It really did. And would satisfy everybody, just like Game of Thrones. Tell you what, while Steve Austin's being checked out, I'm going to go for Not a problem. <laughs> Tom has left. He's a state. He's an absolute state, Tom, right now. He remembers watching this as a child and looking up to his dad with his small, weepy eyes and going, Dad? Is, will, will Austin be all right? And Tom's dad just unable to meet his glance. I'm like, I don't know, son. I just, I just don't know. And his dad subscribing to Palestine magazine to make sure Austin's all right. And Finn Martin making up lies about he was a stunt man. We clearly saw that that was Austin. That that he had the jacket, he had the hat. That's the Steve Austin hat. Only Steve Austin had that hat because it had Steve Austin's name on it. That's how I know Steve Austin. But even Finn Martin would type through those Power Slam magazine articles of just waterfalls of just of, of memories of Austin tearing out of the eyes. Many many a fly drowned in the Power Slam office. There was a second camera crew there. That's how serious this incident was. It was on live leak. Uh, TMZ covered it. It wasn't even a thing in 99. Um, Al Jazeera. Round the clock footage of Steve Austin and where he was. Uh, test momentarily popular because he was at the scenes. He was the Kato uh, Kalin of the Survivor Series show. He's going to a nearby medical facility, <laughs> so it's all right. <laughs> I love that the guy's like, yeah, whatever. Yay! Woo! You know, kids like, come on, it'll be all right. In a year's time, Triple H going to be dropped from a car and he'll be dead. Problem is, like, wrestling is wrestling has so conditioned us to, like, expect during the main event Steve Austin to ride that ambulance back in. Yeah. 
We are so conditioned yeah. to spam. Rip off the broken neck that was holding him down and throw it in Triple H's face. <laughs> I, uh, you know, the, it's bad when Lola's serious. It's the Owen Hart voice that always just makes me feel a bit, oh, come on now. <laughs> Tell us, get your joke book out, lad. <laughs> Talk about the puppies, come on. Actually, do you know what? J Jerry Lawler plays an absolute bl uh, Here he comes! Uh, oh, oh my god! Why 2JR? Why 2JR? Come on! You know, ah, oh, Christ, Jim Ross, avoiding death. Break the wall down! <laughs> the Oklahoma oh, Sooners! By God! Break down the wall! Um, Jerry Lawler plays a blinder throughout most of the rest of this night now. Oh. On comms. I seem to remember during the eight man, the next eight man Survivor Series match we get, um, whereby it will be JR calling the match and talking about Steve Austin. And then Jerry Lawler going, hey, come on. Hey, stop talking about Steve Austin. We've got to concentrate on the rest of the show. Oh. So then JR starts calling the show. And then Lawler's going, I can't believe not even worried about you, <laughs> mate. <laughs> if you turn off our comms for anything during the eight man tag with... The Hardys, Edge and Christian, too cool. Oh, I forgot that was coming. I was thinking, oh, why, why are you band tag? Oh, yeah, right. And By the way, listen, you probably can't hear us uh, because of the deafening heel heat Jericho is getting right now for all these dastardly actions towards China. The <laughs> heel heat for Jericho is something like this. Yay! <laughs> Come on, Y2J, you're our favorite. China's rubbish. Ah, the heel heat oh, for Jericho. Oh, he's got him right where he wants him. He's got him in the palm of his Danny's. Big Jericho sign that suggests he is... Uh, very much despised yeah. well, in the, Detroit. The guy's holding up the sucks sign that's supposed to be next to it. I've all gone crying. Uh, Austin. They've all gone to check on Austin. You're too jerk. Why that's it. Wait, wait. And whoa, the crowd whoa, whoa, go mild. Whoa. Wow. They're treating her like for what she is. Yep. A crap Over push. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's a pop. There's sorry. A they, pop. Were just, they were timing it right. Oh, sorry, it's for Miss Kitty. That's Is it right. time for Miss Kitty coming out? Whoever knows. I I like the whole intercontinental intergender thing. I like it a lot. What? I'm down for it. Right. Tell you what, this whole thing would have been brilliant if it was in 2019 and it was Tessa Blanchard in that role. Because hmm. Tessa Blanchard, Blanchard I genuinely think, could... Kick the garbage out of most people. Viper, uh, Katie Ray, Shayna Baszler, Oof. Tony Storm. There's R lots. There's R lots. They can Rhea put in. Ripley. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like I said, there's lots you can put in. They can wrestle. Yeah. China was by the standards of the women's division by the time, which is absolute zero. <laughs> China was good China's by the standards of the other people she was putting the ring with. You know, two workers like Jeff Jarrett who. I think I've said this before. If I was going to have a wrestling match ever, I would want Jeff Jarrett to be the guy who do it because he could make me look good. Well, it was a combination of... Miss Kitty's in the ring. Why the bell ring? Uh, this stupid company. I forgot, oh, I forgot he's our proxy oh, Jarrett, isn't that he? that bad guy Jericho for pushing a person who's not supposed to be in the match out the ring. Is he still there? Uh, Go on, Hebner. Hebner. The referees are appalling in the show, very, though. very casual. So this comes from the Wrestling Observer with regards to this match. Uh, before Sunday, Chris Jericho met with China and Triple H uh -huh. at the WWF Stanford training facility to work out the match. So at this point, China and Triple H are still dating. Um, 
And as as the most experienced of of the two between China and Triple H, Triple H called the match, basically booked the match with Jericho whilst China listened. Uh, Jericho pitched loads of like big spots for this match, and Triple H kind of shot them all down on behalf of China because didn't yeah. think she was capable of doing it. And not just like Jericho doing, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, saying like China could do this to me, China could do that to me, and Triple H like no. Nah. Nah. The only one he agreed was the finish, which we will see. Uh-huh. And it was, uh, it was certainly was a finish. Um, but yeah, so Triple H was kind of the, the surrogate road agent for this particular match. Uh, for China. For, on behalf of China. Yeah, good job that wouldn't last. <laughs> yeah, Jericho was quite open about Triple H's uh, real life. Whatever he had for him, that animosity or wasn't envy a or fan, jealousy. Was or he? Definitely trying to do his best to keep him down. At that point, or so Jericho perceived, anyway. And you read about this book, the stuff he said and didn't, you know. Uh, yeah. And th- thankfully, Jericho was able to rise above this for the next, what, 20 years? Jesus. I think it's frustrating when you have people who are genuinely bad at something, but they are just forgiven it all and given a lot of room on the lead. When right. you've got somebody who's really good at it and they get nitpicked at. And, and like almost over uh, taught. Someone like Chris Jericho, who is already so good, almost it was like, well, he's really good, but we need to make sure he, he comes down a peg or two. Mm. It's like, well, why not just let him be and just see where it goes? You know, why is it, why is it everybody has to be to one standardized level? Well, why? That's what I'm doing now. So yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like well, if you're well too said. high up, you come down. If you're too low down, we bring you up. Like, right. And the whole difference, the difference now is, Aha! See, that's oh, a good spot. That's a it, good spot. But it had no effect. It's ineffective. I use a fire in a rock type Pokemon. <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, okay, yeah. Jericho's expecting the pin there, but no such luck. <laughs> I remember the cell. Oh, you're punching me. All right, cheers. Thought it'll be over. <laughs> then I think it's almost, uh, almost annoying as well that the crowd are cheering for Jericho, and I'm sure Triple H is thrilled with that. Like, no. Yeah. He's literally tied her up and broken a, a finger but with you, a hammer. But yeah, yeah, everything Triple H just, everything Jericho has done in the, the running off, and even at the beginning of this match, like everything he's done has been in a, a harsh attempt to garner heat, pushing Miss Key over. Hmm. You know, simple stuff like that. Like he's trying desperately to get the crowd yeah. against him. He's, he's miscast because crowd don't care, which I didn't get as a kid. I'm like, why the cheering Jericho? He's a bastard. I'd seen the SmackDown episodes. I'm like, wait, Jericho was cheered? Could you put Val Venus in this role? And would the would the sound have been different from the crowd? Yeah, you could do the line from um, Roadhouse. I'm like, you know, China, I used to have sex women like you in the porn industry. <laughs> Wouldn't make any sense, but... This I is just Jericho hates women because they've got cooties. <laughs> well, he's, he's just like, like you said, he's the, he's the pseudo Jarrett at this point still. Yeah. Like he's, he's Sorry, Chris Jericho as Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> it's like he's wearing Jeff Jarrett's skin and he's slowly growing out yeah. of it. A bit like right a now, snake does. Yeah, not worked really well for Jarrett, but at the same time, it just feels like, oh, only China can only feud with men if the whole feud is, you're a woman. Yeah, there has to be more Ooh. to it. <laughs> Tough guy. Yeah, Jericho oh! has a lot of... <laughs> oh, yeah, Sonny Jim Ross is like Billy Big Bollocks with Jericho's <laughs> walking away. I loved it when, J- when JR gave it the Billy Biggs. You're a jackass! You're a jackass! Getting up in their face. You're a jackass! Oh, Drew Styles hitting his hat off during the, <laughs> the W versus ECW. Oh, beautiful. Just, just to rile him up. Just 
tip his and, hat. Uh, yeah, if I remember right, Jericho got heat with somebody backstage, Triple H, for this match because he felt they didn't go the way that they wanted all Jer- I don't know. But Jericho, how can you Jericho watch? wasn't trying to make Jericho look good, so he, w- he goes balls out, apparently, for the Armageddon match. But it's just one of those things where, like, you can't... It's all right so far, I'm it's thinking. It's fine. Making China look good. But, Jericho's made yeah. China look strong. Yeah. It says there's, there's more to be said for the person than uh, as, as, a, as a... Yeah, it's more, it's more a personality thing than a wrestling thing. Must have with been. With those two. It does feel like it. Nothing. Oh, no, you hit him... Hit it too hard, that drop kick. He's watching this, isn't he, on the monitor, and he's just like going, oh, why isn't China a brilliant wrestler immediately yeah. by, by osmosis? Damn it, that pinfall attempt was too... That's right, I'm going to get him when he comes back out. <laughs> I think I'll get the book. I've still got Jericho's first book uh, lying around the house. I think I'll dig that up for the next SmackDown review. Yeah, see what he says about this. I'm very intrigued. Oh, there we go. That's a, Oh, there's a few stiff knees. <laughs> Actually, yeah, we're too much on a point. <laughs> Ten US knees to the face is like, oh. <laughs> Imagine if Jericho just decided to stop giving stuffs and just really just started working stiff on China. That he'd be done, wouldn't he? He'd have been, he'd have been long gone. He'd been back in Dubsy Dub fighting Sid. <laughs> the, their Millennium Man. Yeah, we're weird. Time it would be if Jericho went back to WCW. Because oh. they were probably like, we're never bringing you back. And after the Radicals leave, it's like, hey, Jericho. That's a great alternative timeline thing, that is. Jericho, Jericho's done loads here to make China look like... Okay, so China hasn't got much of an offense in. But Jericho looks like a dick. Which is exactly yeah. what they wanted. I just find it funny that... Actually, I don't find it funny. I kind of completely get it. I'm kind of glad Jericho never truly fitted the mold. Yeah. Absolutely. You're like, whoa, here we go. Oh, stealing the Bulldogs moves. Oh. Hey, that that, that pinned Gangrel. (laughs) Come on, baby. The classic. Wait, you got a near fall from that? You're supposed to get a near fall from the foot. No. (laughs) It's meant to be just like an immediate just kick out. Jericho nearly pinned it with that. That's right. A backstage you could have Triple H going, I don't know who ran over Austin. It was probably Jericho. <laughs> yeah, imagine if it had been. Wasn't there wasn't there one hey. of the um, the suggestions that it might have been Jericho? Never heard anything about Jericho. The rumor window supposed to be Billy Gunn because he wasn't with that it wasn't appearing with the extra and that. Thing. Yeah. And they said, Oh, he was late getting there. Which is a big, you know. Wooga, wooga. It was Billy Gunn. It was supposed to be Billy Gunn. And I think, oh, that was right. I knew I remember. I knew I wouldn't forget. Just watched the show and trigger all the memories. They did say that the new guy just take over from Russo, Chris, what's his name, who would take over the rest of Soraline Wright and force Smackdown for the next year and a bit, did want the idea of the car being, no, wait. <laughs> being Tom, sentient. Wait. No, no, no. <laughs> Tom, it's the... even better oh, than that. Oh, I'm excited. He wanted after. Hit Austin, uh, like the the number thirteen to appear and flash in the car, and then orange balloons to exit through the trunk and just fly out. They got that. Oh, it was Taz, but then everyone's like balloons. Balloons. We'd probably <laughs> still be laughing at the eye. <laughs> I kind of wish they did it. By the time Austin, <laughs> yeah, by the time Austin came back <clears throat> from injury, oh whatever, um, and was wrestling. 
Whatever, a year later, I think Taz was on commentary. Very <laughs> given up. And then he's ki- kissing Miss Kitty. Just kiss Two Kitty and Huge Fern. cheers. <laughs> but this is the crowd that cheered Bradshaw, so what do they know? Yeah. Jericho's just dominated in this match. Just everyone's taking a shoe in from Jericho. Oh, a, sp- a, sp- a spear? Uh, a spear? A spear? Oh, some booze. Some booze there. You can hear some um, light cheers for China. But Di- diet cheers. <laughs> Job China was a sign of the crowd there. <laughs> Is that like Kane Dewey? Job China sets Triple H off on a stamping. Damn it. China is a... China is a 28-year-old grown woman. <laughs> and you want a job, are you sickos? Ah, oh, he stepped down. down. That's great. I like oh, that. Oh, oh, come on, lad. Come on, lad. There oh. you go. So who would that have been? Would that have been Jericho not getting up there enough or China? I thought he was getting ready for his double powerbomb. And China's like, no, nah, I don't know what I'm doing here. China's like, ah, I'm not going up. It's fine. Oh, so the double powerbomb was a double pin. <laughs> Alloy Jericho. <laughs> go on, lad. Salt is Jericho. <laughs> Leon Salt, oh. oh! Leon Salt, what a great name for a wrestler. <laughs> Isn't that a place in England? That's Leon C, I'm thinking of. <laughs> if you live in Leon C, give us a shout at Matthew Gregg, at Tom Campbell. Leave me alone. <laughs> we both took a break from Twitter, didn't we, over Christmas? It was quite oh, nice. It was amazing. I loved it. Everyone thought about the world ending and lots of horrible other things and wrestling. I'm like, leave me alone. Yeah, I was... I'm going to watch Muppets Christmas Carol with my dad. Oh, you beauty. You beauty. Did you have a good Christmas? We're just going to talk It was about wonderful. It. <laughs> just talk about it was better than this match. <laughs> so the first match of the cards meant something. Okay, yeah, you can do your handspring. Well done, Ricochet. I realize right. I can't I can't keep up drinking with any of my family. <laughs> oh, I can, but I needed like a day and a half to recover. <laughs> They're all solid drinkers in my family. Oh, what did my friend introduce me of this period? He ordered, I got him a drink with a spoon, so he ordered me one. A gin and juice. Oh, nice. No, gin and gin. It's a gin and gin. It's a, oh, d- a, gin and a double ale. gin. I forgot what it was, yeah. <laughs> no, a gin with ginger ale. A gin and gin. Oh, very nice. It was very Moorish. No, it's very You tasty. drink it and go, this is all right. Let me try another one and see if it's all right. I'm still not convinced. Let me try another one. We spent New Year's at um, a a Prohibition-themed bar. I saw it. was a lovely photo. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Beautiful. Tom, is that the end? No. Oh. Did you forget to kick out or no, I think we so. kick out there? No, it's great. They had uh, anyway. they had live jazz and burlesque dancers. Oh, an amazing way to ring in the new year. And they had these they had this cocktail called the Racketeer, and uh, they are <laughs> incre- making jokes about incredibly <laughs> Moorish. I think I had ten. Wow, what was in a Racketeer? Um, it was gin. Oh, okay. There's a big and pop. some other things. I can't remember what was it. Oh, it was very tasty. And I didn't have a hangover the next day. It was lovely. Oh, my God. Wow. Triple H oh, is okay, the foaming. Well, this has been the match of the night. Actually, Triple H actually, Triple H isn't foaming because that wasn't his pedigree. Mm-hmm. That was China's pedigree. It's not as powerful. Maybe that was it because China was such an, an XB. Ah, oh. Big pop. Big heel, pop for the Lion Tamer. So loud and boisterous, almost sounds like they're cheering him. <laughs> no, they're booing. They're booing, mate. 
It's his version of a Boston crab. Yeah, like the Boston crab hurts. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> There's nothing there. Sorry. I quite like now he now he the way he does it now, where he just like wraps the other person's yeah. body around his. Like it genuinely looks painful the one he does in uh, AEW. Oh, thanks, thanks, Miss Kitty. Yeah, she'll have a nice Armageddon next pay-per-view. <laughs> have a nice Armageddon. Yeah, I'm sure that will be good. They made me wear underwear. <laughs> There's a line from that particular Crowd pay-per-view. booing that China got the rubs because they hate Jericho so much. <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, is it Sergeant Slaughter that, 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 that covers up Miss Kitty at the next pay-per-view? Because I think it's the first time that first time he grabs a pair of boobs since... Of the match made in hell when he teamed with General Adnan and cut off his Oh, nice. <laughs> Almost as nice as. Oh, no. Oh, God. Ah. We you knew... know what? I looked as good as it was going to look. That is as good as you can do it. CM Punk will perfect it in a few years' time. Jeez. That was. Uh... Yeah, yeah, I think Jericho just... did everything he could there. I'm going to have to reread that book and find out if I'm talking crap or not. Because if he... I have the rematch and he wins, and that's the one way he's like, I have to, I have to be better. I have to be tighter. Uh, I have to be less like China. Uh, apparently, um, China didn't endear herself to a lot of people after this match. It's that kind doesn't of... sound like China. I know, right? It's very common practice after the match to, oh. um, to go and uh, sort of shake hands with the road agents and... The rest of people you wrestled and stuff like that, and thank other people. Mm-hmm. She probably just walked backstage, sort of smiling, quote, as if she'd just wrestled, as if she'd just wrestled herself. Ooh. Just sort of walked back and went, There you go, that was my match. Just didn't sort of play the game, and uh, it didn't. She didn't play her. the game. That's oh. specifically why she's hey, in that position. That's why she doesn't need to. But yeah, there was, uh, it was, it was certainly like she's just thought, Yeah, I had a great match. Really forgetting that actually, there was quite a lot of Jericho there. Not no disrespect to China, but that was a lot of Jericho. Oh, there we go. We're just standing up really quickly. <laughs> We're playing that game where one of you has to stand up, one of you has to sit down, and one of you has to kneel. <laughs> it was Rikishi. You haven't heard of him yet, but you will nah. in a bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, Pat. You stop Steph from attacking Triple H. <laughs> Saw him put his arm ahead of her. Save it, Rosmania X8. Oh. You're unbelievable. Oh. So who will be in the triple threat match? Who will be in the triple threat match? Will it be the British Bulldog? Ed Strangler Lewis. Gangrel. The 1989 Denver Broncos. Officer Bob Brady. <laughs> so there's a couple of names flown around as to who is going to be in this match. This uh, match? No, no, no. The main event in, oh. the, in the triple threat. There's God a... help these poor gets. <laughs> There's at least three names. The only matches I need heat and went any length has just happened. The crowd is still recovering from Austin. Never mind that. Oh. Here's the lower mid-tier tag team division. This is the death spot match, isn't it? Would you put... The... Not my spot. Would you put Not the... Not their spot. <laughs> the death spot. The death spot. On Anderson. You can have my spot. 
Dog the dog name's fun. Really nice spine buster. Oh, Telling the pivot of the hips. The funniest promo. <laughs> anyway, here are the Hollies, who are two-time tag team champions at this point. Gosh. And this is makes sense. They're teaming up with Too the cool. brand new... Something of a pop there. There we go. Week by week, brick by brick. They're getting there. It's hard to not like them. They're just fun. They're so fun. <laughs> <laughs> just walk in the ring. <laughs> this is where they cut to a sign that says two fools. Oh, Tom, how did you How know about that? two jackasses? <laughs> two, <laughs> two cools more like... Damn it. Uh, don't hang on, Tom. I've got it. Two fools. <laughs> Somebody wrote that sign and really proud of themselves. I'm sure there's be. a lot of people fantasy booking. If there was ever the WWE versus WWF pay-per-view happened in 99, Too Cool versus The Boogie Nights. Oh, I was going to say Too Cool versus Three Count. <gasps> oh, that's even better than the You're thing I just it. said. Too Cool versus Three Count. Screw you, Disco. <laughs> my friend oh, was I'm, done with, I'm done oh. with Disco. Me and my friends were so... Oh, obviously. But my friend, I love him. The death, but he went even like... Oh, have you heard like, you know, what Disco Inferno was saying? I, was like, I love it when it says... You know, all the clickbait yeah. website, former WCW professional wrestler, <laughs> anyway legend, has opinions on <laughs> AEW. Oh, Christ, who's this? Is it Flair? Is it Sting? No, it's the Disco Disco Inferno. Fever. What did Disco have to say? Anything in particular? But as soon as you get to the Disco Inferno says this, it's like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done already. His opinion's not important. The Disco Inferno. <laughs> oh, she's back. Back again. Back to pick up the lads from the pool. But all the town I go in. It's got cold. In, it's got cold in this building as well. Because uh, we don't want to have to go team up with Christian. Oh, lads, you already know them. Yeah, <laughs> but Mom. can you tell Edge Christian to come meet us? Can you? We don't want to stay with Uncle Dustin. <laughs> oh, can you stop staring at our friend Edge like that? <laughs> really weird. Mom, we don't want to hang out with you. Stepson Cody. <laughs> Edge keeps... It's not the stepson at all. Edge keeps on saying stuff about wanting to get with your mum. He's a bit like Tom Campbell when he's talking to Matthew. <laughs> you leave Elaine out of this. I've tried to. <laughs> you brought her up. You, you brought her up. You br I've mentioned Elaine this whole time. In, in three minutes. <laughs> you, so, haven't, you haven't mentioned this whole time. She's even texted me. I've not even replied yet. Knows I'm working. <laughs> You're always working. I'm just so treating me and keeping keen. <laughs> you'd think, with what we know now, the benefit of being in the future, these two teams, what's going to happen in the year 2000? It's all going to kick off. Mm. Pretty sure bet on who's going to be the sole survivor, right? <laughs> oh, evil little thing. Anyway, Edge starting off with Scotty Too Hotty. And everyone I know loved that effect of the hat with no lid. It's a good look, wasn't it? Strong look. About 300 quid on SmackDown yeah. ball. Like, tea's ready. You know, the steam <laughs> leaving from it. I'm just looking around the ring. Yeah, of all the like, the last... I think Matt Hardy. The last one out of these guys yeah. to be on WWE TV. When he wrestled on Raw about two or three oh, weeks ago. God, yeah, he just shows up. Like, oh, it's Matt yeah, Hardy. And he's Matt... dresses like this. Yeah, he just reason. goes, hello, I'm Matt Hardy. I'm just going to lose to Buddy Murphy, but make him look quite good. Yeah, get, get to pop the night because he's Matt Hardy. I heard a wonderful, wonderful bit of rumor and innuendo. Yes, yeah, okay. I had a, a wonderful bit of rumor and innuendo. Oh, we love that the show. That um, obviously Matt Hardy's contract is coming to an end, and uh, 
he may turn out, he may head to AEW to become the leader of the Dark Order. Know what? Down with that. Who's your name I've heard for that? Marty Skrull's your name I've heard. Skrull would be good. Good for Skrull doing that. You know what would be better than that? Anything other than Uno. <laughs> Who I love, but Aww. it's just... No, I mean, I do, but it's just like, he's in the under... Imagine if Midian ran the ministry. <laughs> and again, I'm saying that from someone who loved Player Uno. Anyway, Crash Holly. God, so good. These are all... Bounced. These guys were all nearly make apart from the hardcore Holly, they've all just kicked up steam around this period, haven't they? Yeah. ENC and the Hardys have just had that ladder match two pay-per-views away ago. What? Speak English, Matthew. Um, <laughs> and Crash Holly just appeared, what, two months ago? With cousin of Hardcore, blah, blah, blah. Not Kissing Cousins, that's a different uh, website. And Too Cool have just re-emerged from, I don't know, Memphis or wherever they've been all this time. So it's like, yeah, this is, we're making new stars, and if you don't believe me, here's this match. Well, I know that definitely Brian Christopher was in Memphis. Oh, of course. Scott, um, Scott, oh, oh, oh bomb. That was a regular <laughs> feature of Two Sexy. It's Chris- Christian's crossbow to the outside of the second rope, which he still did, oh. like, up until his dying day. And Jeff Hyde does nothing. <laughs> Scott was a, um, a sort of perennial job guy in the WWE for a long time. Like his old mm-hmm. his episodes of Raw that go back to 93 right. that feature Scott Taylor losing to people. That's right. And Jeff Hardy as well, 95. And, and about Ma- his age. And Matt Hardy and in Matt 94. Hardy. We watched an episode of me and Justin Henry from the Cold Topic Classic Raw review. Never we, heard of him. We watched an episode of Monday Night Raw which featured Nikolai Volkov versus Matt Hardy. I love that you brought him up. Have you, have you seen X-Pac talking about Wrestling, mm. have to wrestle Nikolai Volkov. No. Mate. It, it. What happened? He's there talking with Sean Oliver of KPO Commentaries. Hello, Sean. And hey, Sean. he's like, he's, he's like, was it? A lot of hard work. So much hard work. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he wanted to quit the business every night. He said, <laughs> he should have seen his, his look on uh, Nikolai's face when the road agent asked him, can you take like a, a gold buster? <laughs> he was just like, huh? Like, disgusted. <laughs> And Sean's just laughing, trying try not to laugh because he's just there, like the idea of how how awful experience it was having to wrestle Nikolai Volkov every night <laughs> for two weeks. It's like, oh my God, I can't, I can't put into words how much of a struggle it was. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. I have no idea why they put the two of them together. Gee, was he just like, a, was he just getting squashed by him or was it like, oh no, because they were in the million dollar yeah, competition. ish Yeah, with the scents on the jackets. Ah. They would team oh, together. They'd be a million dollar corporation. No, no, it wasn't in the corporation in 94. Ah, okay. Nick Volgoff was. Uh, Waltman would join. 95, uh, wasn't it? Yes. Just before Tatanka. No, Tatanka was 94. That's SummerSlam. I love that I know this. Because he oh, accused yes, Luger are. of being it. You sold out, Lex. Yeah, which was someone told la, me la, was. La, la, I love that we're talking about this because there's nothing to talk about here. This is just a match. <laughs> and I love them, but we talk about SmackDowns, a lot more story and stuff. Anyway, at least these four guys. Actually, this is a fun bit. He's got the goggles. Looking mm. like a human fly. Oh, he's doing the bulldog rather than the uh, top rope leg drop. Oh, oh, Christ. Right Jesus. The cameraman. <laughs> Look at him like, bouncing around. He's great. He's very Memphis. I have a greater appreciation for Brian Christopher all these years. I think we said this before on the SmackDown podcast, like when the Cruiserweight or like Heavyweight Division would get mm, kind of started in 97. 
like the people going, oh, on WCW we got Hooventude and Rey Mysterio and so you get blah blah blah, and this was WF's response. And they were like, oh, this is not what we want to mm-hmm. see. Like, Brian Christopher versus Taka. Or <laughs> El Pantera or whatever. Scott Putsky. Yeah. Oh, my God. That famous light heavyweight, Scott Putsky. Just so they could do Lawler and Christopher versus the Putskys on Raw. Anyway, that, that memorable match. <laughs> and But you look at and go, wait, he's great. He's way more memorable than that. You oh, yeah, I've got H.I. like five finishes. Well, he's just all spears at the moment. Oh, no! He had the spears. Malfunction had... at the junction. Oh, Twist of fate. Oh, no! Oh, no. Malfunction at the junction. But again. Oh. What? Edge first what? pinned. With, you know, three people wow. in the ring. Edge first out. That's ridiculous. Oh, sh- Wow. That was nice. Nice. Blumenach! Jeff and Christian left. It's like, okay, we're going to push too cool in the Hollies for a bit. Like, we're, the Hollies and Edge and Christian are they're still really popular. Well, the mission popped now because nothing's been done with them. But they'll, they'll get over that one. Yeah, I, th- I don't think there was any harm in them losing. Scotty too hottie. Uh, sunset flips with mummies a hottie. Wasn't he, wasn't he the doctor for the WWE? Grandmaster Sex... Whoa! Oh, gosh. Grandmaster Sexy, and in the corner, Grandmother Sexy. <laughs> oh, God. The worm and eaten by worm. Ah! <laughs> I'm just, I've just become now. <laughs> I got that thing where you fall in love with your captor. What is it? The Mandela effect. <laughs> <laughs> The Mandela effect. <laughs> anyway. Whoa, shield bomb. That's the one. <laughs> the shield's Muzak. Actually, no, it's the Akalites. He can go that. That's the Moppy Maker. <laughs> the Moppy Maker. That sounds like a racist slur, but it's the not. The three-handed a... credenza. The spinning fisherman's sorry, the, sorry, That's right. The spinning fisherman's was, was, was the satin family, family pattern. Satin patented on. family three-handled credenza. Well done, mate. Thank Better than I could much, have. I could barely say Scotty do what? I think in the wrestling games, even up yeah. until about three years ago, it still had three-handled yeah. credenza as a move. Like Perry Satin literally hasn't been in the WWF for ages. Is he still doing stuff on Facebook? Because for a while I followed him on Facebook. Oh. Maybe a bit sad. Yeah, he had a very sad YouTube video. Yeah. Where it was basically like, yeah, I can... I, he goes in the rooms and just can't remember why he's there or how long he's been out of it for. And it's, it's like, Jesus. But he did a thing where he was like, his, 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 like his fridge was broken. He needs to buy a new fridge. I was like, oh, this sucks. Someone buy that man a fridge immediately. I hope he's all right. Speaking of fridges, this match has all the heat of one. <laughs> Speaking of fridges, your mum will get you a sandwich out of the fridge no, and she's at ringside. I mean, having this uh, with, like, dying Austin, dying. In The Simpsons, when nice. Homer does the stand-up at Mr. Burns' birthday. And afterwards, like, beforehand, they're like, so, so a small dog was killed. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to laugh? <laughs> Oh, that poor dog. I <laughs> said. 
Are you ready for hot tag team action? <laughs> yes, we are. Good. There's none of that in this match. <laughs> there we go. The fighting effing cousins. I quite like the fighting Holly cousins thing. I mean, I like it. Mike Lockwood was well cast as oh, Crash Holly. Perfectly. But this, this is just a hodgepodge of stuff, this show. Oh. I, no. Oh. If you want my body and you... <laughs> oh. I didn't think she was going to hit him. Yeah. That's a DQ ref. But why? Okay. For what purpose? Like, okay, right. If you're going to do a distraction, <laughs> right, it's got to lead to something happening, a spot in the ring. Just distract. Okay, now we're just going to carry on just no, whatever we were doing before. They're going to do their double team move. Oh, but Tower of Power. As, you, as you're quite right, the referee's been so bad this night, you can distract them with a shiny penny. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were going to do a Tower of Power to sweep some yeah. sour. I, like this, I think something's supposed to happen here. Someone's missed a cue. Whoa! Oh, God! He's famous 450 splash to his face. <laughs> he pinned, him, pinned his own face. Oh, more revolutions than France. <laughs> By the way, if you're not familiar with this time period, Scott Duarte is how everybody was going to dress in the next few months. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. That looks coming. Brace yourself for was, it. Was that ironic? Was it unironic? Who knows? In Let's do it anyway. In 2000, you either dress like Scotty Duarte or Dave Draymond from Disturbed. <laughs> There was the only. Oh, there geez. we go, Splat. Spang in his own head, Jesus. Oh, get him. Yeah, please. Come down, this little Scott Duarte, he's flying around. Where's, John... <laughs> where's Johnny Polo with his wacky sound effects machine? <laughs> Back in early 90s. That was a real thing that happened in early 90s, Raw. It's a shame we never got the gimmick of Raven coming back, Endrin making a little guest appearance in the Rumble. And then, like, a short time later, Scott, what the hell was that? Oh, that was supposed to be, like, a side drop kick. Ah, Whisper in the Wind, but all the common... different friends. It was a fart elevator, that. <laughs> fart elevator, which is... <laughs> different video altogether. Oh, God, that's... that's oh, oh, my God. That was nice. That was nice. That is something I would write down and like to see happen. The Whisper in the Wind countered with the top rope oh, drop kick. that's nice. That'll do. Incidentally, I need two out-of-shape wrestlers on the indie circuit to do the whisper <laughs> in the wind as a finish and call it a fart in an elevator. <laughs> That's a Matthew classic, that is. Look at this! Christian, going it alone. Christian, at last, you're on your own. You're not getting a push, mate. Oh. <laughs> where's, where's the big blue sensor to disguise Christian's face? I love that story. So Ooh. horrible. A sensor that disguised his face. You know, I heard that. Uh, Austin, sorry, Austin. McMahon allegedly said that. Oh, Christian's so ugly. He's just disgusting. You know, when he comes out, we should just censor him. Like, um, I think it was a version of like, when they digitize people's faces on, I'm not sure, like cops or whatever. But he should just disguise his face with like a blue sensor when he comes out. <laughs> and that was it. And he should wrestle like that and with a blue sensor on his face because he's so ugly. It was oh. like. Right. And again, I don't know how far... Vince was oil painting Whoa, the man. Storm. I just went <laughs> that from Crash. But, yeah, and it, again, it, I don't know if this was just something he said on the plane. He was disgusted and people were like, we're not going to do that, you idiot. All right, fair enough. But it became one of these things that gets brought up a lot. Like, oh, God, so is, is Christian ugly? Yeah. Oh. is not even that ugly. <laughs> but Vince thinks Baron Corbin's <laughs> a beaut. <laughs> hey, look, he's got a type. He's so sexy. Yeah, Baron Corbin... Not my words, the words of Ross Tweddle. Uh, <laughs> but as we've all realized, Tom, it's not about looks for some people. It's height. 
<laughs> it's true. Just he's so it. tall. And I'm just saying this because my one of my good friends is very tall. And he's a proper bomber clot, as they say. <laughs> and I love him. And he knows he's a bomber clot. And his last. Is Jamie is by any chance? <laughs> Blink once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's not fair enough. Okay, so apologies, Jamie. I thought it was you. It's f- somebody else. I'll curse, so you have to go and find it. <laughs> he knows. You probably appreciate that being said. <laughs> but he's a big dingus. But the point is, she'll put up with him, whoever his name is, uh, watching like hours of wrestling. And she doesn't give a toss. Oh, the Impaler. Hey! Impaler uh, didn't even touch her. And she won't mind the fact that he's tall. She she let him watch a load of wrestling, and she's like, "I don't care." I mean, we've said this. I've said this with me, but like this she person, said, she said, if you were like, if you were a foot shorter, there's no way she's watching SummerSlam. <laughs> hey, gotta love him. Another win for the good guys. I call that. Wow, Christian versus Hargar Holly. That's definitely I saw this one going. Oh, mild pop there because the crowd are happy to over. Victory roll. Oh, well, 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 Rudolf Kipling. Oh. Right, Rudard Kip, Mr. Kiplins. What was that? That was an awful <laughs> joke. And Hardcore Holly. Yes, that's right. Hardcore Holly is the sole survivor of a team. Holly beats with, all the little lads. <laughs> that's right. With Too Cool, Edgy Christian, and the Hardy Boys. I love you, Hardcore Holly. But this is one match you should not have won. <laughs> he was, to be fair, earlier in the year, he was in a match with Kane and Big Show. And it ruled. <laughs> Big shot, hardcore Holly. Big shot, hardcore Holly. Big drop kick off the top ropes, Holly. <laughs> it's too long a name, that, isn't it? I'm, I'm excited for when, in many years' time... Oh, wait, Christian to... Lefty in the crowd. Oh, of course he did. I didn't... Oh, Sorry. I thought he just went to the back. His car's parked in the West Wing. That's going to be really miserable if you're lost. Oh. Praying in the corner there. Can the crowd see or hear this? Because oh. I can't hear Jim Ross. Oh, oh, crowd heard oh. that. Oh, they heard it all right. Oh, God, another throne to give a match. <laughs> so now. I've had Sunday dinners with better planning than this. So now the truth is out there. Steve Austin is cream crackered. And it took you two hours and ten, probably hour and three quarters maybe, into this pay-per-view to finally tell people something you knew three weeks ago. Steve Austin is done. And it's like one minute after the time we can get a refund on your pay-per-view. It is the equivalent of that trope from a TV show where it's... I don't know whether you're watching Outlander on Amazon Prime. Uh, but I can't say just in case that you are, but there's a moment in that. It's the whole thing of there's something I need to... There's someone taking something into another room going, there's a secret I need to tell you, and I can't, I can't put it off any longer. And then suddenly a door swings open, and the secret is revealed to all. It's the classic trope, and it's that. <laughs> Steve Austin knew who killed Laura Palmer. <laughs> well, there, sorry. Steve Austin's now going to have some time at home to probably watch Outlander on Amazon Prime. And have a wank. Well, I mean, you probably... What a bad neck. Yeah, but the head's all right. Uh... Do, 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 do. You should have gone for the head. 
<laughs> this is, as you're saying, Shane Mann has just gone, hey, Steve Austin was killed <laughs> in the parking lot earlier on. And then here comes Road Dog. Are you ready to suck it? <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Steve Austin is dead. Yeah, poor Austin. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing our good guy stink. <laughs> yeah, we're the buddies. They get, Are we the buddies? It's fine. He gets around this. He gets around this next year because he does the same shtick and he says, we're going to do it doggy style, but then says, with all your mamas. <laughs> That's how he gets around it. That's the only thing he adjusts. At this point in time, they're going to spiel like, Oh, Ladies and boys and girls, we hate all of you. You are dumb for singing along with this. This is you the worst stupid. town I've yeah. ever been in. Go buy our merchandise and put more money in the drug pot. <laughs> is that bulldog stick? Yeah. We wish you all to get uh, WCW Thunder <laughs> for your, as your Christmas present. <laughs> Oof. Let that speak for itself, <laughs> Sometimes you see something so visceral, you're like, Can you just say anything? Just let that exist in the air. Al still getting the push of a lifetime. He should have come out with the band action figure. Defo. Rather than the head. Who cares about head at this point? <laughs> I, I she ha- does. I heart Walmart. <laughs> Again, on Val Venus of the previous month, a second-rate Kmart. <laughs> Mankind is rocking the um, Mr. Pachiti raw-graded tie, if you are a <laughs> cultaholic aficionado. That shows all the effort. And this, this is my tie in Survivor Series 1999. And this is one of the periods where Foley's like, I think I'm done. <laughs> Foley knew he was done about a week, a month ago. I was like, ah, oh, I need to go, but Austin just, I think I'll give it a bit longer. That's it's it. Be I, a bit rude if I leave. Now. I'm sure the plan was he was going to come away, and then Austin got hurt, and then it's like, can you stay a bit longer? Because we would ask Undertaker, but he's now gone as well. I hope he hurries back. <laughs> I want to rest. This match has no heat, so I have to reference you. (laughs) (laughs) When in doubt, say ass. Yeah, 1999, isn't it? There we go. Have we mentioned Walmart yet? (laughs) <laughs> Why is Billy Gunn wearing a shirt? Oh, must have just gone on Has sale, he had some right? sort of surgery, maybe? Or is he just... Maybe he had a big burger before he got in. So, like, he's a bit... He's got a bit of gut on him. He's trying to cover all the, the Steve Austin blood wounds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the story is that he arrived late. Mm-hmm. He should have come out wearing his slacks. Driving gloves. <laughs> With a shirt saying, I, I ran over Steve Austin. <laughs> He's wearing a shirt that says, I shot JR. <laughs> Feather, I killed a man. <laughs> I broke Wahoo's leg. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> I think they missed a. 
information on boat on Billy Gunn. You know how no, Hack no. might... They got the boat with Billy Gunn. <laughs> the boat was faulty. The boat hit an iceberg. The boat sank. <laughs> they didn't miss the boat. We all got on the boat. <laughs> the boat was ill fit for purpose. So it sank. <laughs> so now it's been tugged along <laughs> by Road Dog's boat. <laughs> Tom, you know that is just plainly not true. <laughs> Billy Gunn's boat did not hit an iceberg. It hit a rock. Hey! And the point was, Hack Myers in ECW was mildly over, despite looking 45 when he was in his early 20s, <laughs> because he looked like the Shah of Iran. So when he'd punch, they'd go, Shah. Mm. Go, Shah, Shah, Shah. And that would go into balls, balls, balls for Balls Mahoney. And they really missed a cue for Billy Gunn not doing his punch in the corner. They were going, ass, ass, ass. That's true, actually. People would still be doing that this day if he did it. Ass. Ass. Also serves as a review of this. I think Lex Again, Luger... I love Foley, but you know he's just like, oh, come on. He's throwing together tag title match. I think Luger and Mankind both should have capitalized on how noisy they are as wrestlers. Imagine Luger versus Mick. <laughs> oh, ah, I did you! Ah, ah, I did you! Ah, I did you! Ah, I did you! Ah, oh! <laughs> e! Ah! Org! Sounds like the zombie at the end of Buffy. <laughs> arg! Arg! Mm, my God! <laughs> but I think this match, I think Mankind's in these tag matches because obviously he's paggered and they need to keep him on the books. Luckily, else knows that. Uh oh. Tom, Tom. <laughs> they need to keep him on the books in some way. Aha, good pun. Hey. So stick him in tag matches where he can literally, as he's doing there, <laughs> lean his body against the ropes and just relax for a bit. Just recover. Whoa! And again, job squad. Still a thing. Mm. Try to take this thing out of my mouth. Try. Still just... God, I'm hungry. <laughs> anyway, Al Snow, job squad sort of thing because Gilbert is still the light heavyweight champion. <laughs> just, he's not here right now. You just missed him. <laughs> he, he said he was in a rush. He, he got his car and he drove off. <laughs> he was just driving off. Hey, I don't think he's a very he good driver. I, I think he stalled or something. He was a bit crashed. He was all right. Driving off mysteriously quickly. <laughs> Push through some gates. So you think he might hit? He said he might hit a deer. <laughs> No one's called him that. <laughs> you hit me, dear. A dadger. A God, I, again, I forgot this match had happened, and I love both these guys. But what a weird situation where the baddies are way more... Oh, wait, what weird situation? We just had it an hour ago <laughs> with China and Jericho. But yeah, DX are still way more popular, at least two members anyway, than the throwing together tag team of... Oh. What Walmick. Warmick! He's a wrestler. <laughs> Wait, the red chair. That's Mark Haskins' gimmick. Where did he that from? Hey, look at this. Look at this WWF ruining Brit rest. <laughs> oh, a, a stunning clothesline tag team combo there. Oof. I swear, China and Jericho, they didn't want to realize this was a pay per view. <laughs> Wait, that was on TV? <laughs> Oh, God, I'm so sorry. We for thought this. this was the revenge tour yeah. still. <laughs> We're still on the revenge tour here, lads. Oh, where? Oh, where? <laughs> to me. To you. 
Oh. Quarter arse in it. <laughs> they really are, aren't they? The crowd really... Uh, it, do, do you think the crowd have been taken out of this because Steve Austin is now dead? Or because... Um, it's just a, it's just a bit of a meh. Well, it's show. also thrown together as well. Yeah, this this what, where's the heat here? Where's the feud here? They won the tag titles from them on Raw, sure, but the tag titles are like going on the the village bike right now. Yeah, it's true. There's not enough um, excitement behind the tag titles at this point. Yeah, get Val Venus and Mark Henry <laughs> as a re- regular recurring tag team. Feuding with D'Lo Brown and Godfather, you have yourself a white-hot tag division. Viscera can be there as well, find a tag partner, and then you've got a triple-threat team of pimps. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to think, what would you call the Venus-Henry tag team? I call it um, Sex Pests. <laughs> Doesn't sound like wrestlers. Um, uh... uh Big brain, little brain. <laughs> or thinking with a little brain. Because you think with your, you, you know, your little brain as a bloke, don't you? Meaning you're Willy. Why? What are you talking about? Tom? Meaning you're Willy. Just getting Little man. I've never heard that little before. Bro- you know, I, my, I've never heard it. That must be a sudden thing. No, no. It was the always... I think a phrase that my mum said was... It was about a friend of ours. And he said, oh, when... Um, yeah, he said, oh, it was the the little brain... Thinking over the big brain. The oh, little, that's the little brain now. shouting over the big brain. The little brain being the gentleman's area. Yeah. Um, the big brain being the regular sized brain. Yeah. And whether Mark Henry and Val Venus both speak with the little brain, i.e., the little one in the trues, <laughs> call them Team Little Brain. Uh, <laughs> the two little men. <laughs> the two little men. Um, Okay, Valvinus and Mark Henry, both united by love of sex. One works in the porn industry. One likes sex. Supply and demand again, isn't it? <laughs> it's supply and demand again. Same as Valvinus and Godfather. It's supply and demand. That Linda McCartney's corn stars. <laughs> I'd like to be a Linda McCartney corn star. Valvinus grows the sex and sells it. Mark Henry Fs it. <laughs> there you go. He grows it. <laughs> he grows the sex. That's his new like gimmick. He's, like he's got like a loft conversion <laughs> with massive lamps. Like, Hello, ladies <laughs> and men and anybody with money. I don't discriminate. Hello, growing people. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. <laughs> you got any New Year's resolutions? Let's just talk uh, about Do better watch alongs with Tom. <laughs> It's not going well. <laughs> this is going brilliantly, mate. It's such a boring crap it's show. Got to make fun we, of half of it. We've got, we got the main event to come yet, so it's all going to be fine. I'm it's sure that'll save us. It's all going to be fine. China's had the best match so far. I thought the tag team match was going to be the best one. Nah. China versus Jericho was It was actually fun. very good. It yeah. was Jericho, Jericho leading a match with China was excellent. The, the blonde want, leading the bland. I often... <laughs> I often... Well, I like that, mate. Fucking hell. Ten points. Um, I... L- I wonder what goes through your head as a wrestling as oh, a wrestler. Well, Snow's head it went through was up the rope. As a wrestler, when you're in a match like this, and you can just hear that nobody's bothered. Mm. Like, do you? And I guess it's different these days because, from what I gather, like the, the the putting together a wrestling match in WWE in 2020 is very meticulous and very planned to the nth degree. Like when you're in a match like this and you've got it all mapped out, and the crowd are like this. 
there must be that desire to go, right, what can we do to get them into it? Anybody? Just get on the mic and just say, I encourage you to watch Arnold Schwarzenegger's latest <laughs> hit movie, End Shasta of Days. Shasta McNasty. <laughs> Shasta McNasty starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and no wrestlers. <laughs> As soon as they move that slot, oh, it died. Look at the ratings for Shasta McNasty. For people who can't be asked to switch off the TV after SmackDown's <laughs> finished. That was the whole, that was the whole like, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. That was the residual. It's the first time Shasta McNasty's ever been compared to Conan O'Brien <laughs> or Jay Leno. <laughs> I like Road Dogs. Probably uh, the last. Very loose attire, to say the least. He was never the most gifted with the body, apparently. But certainly the most gifted in terms of, like, natural charisma. I'll take that over abs. Joey abs. No, 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 no abs. I'll never take them over Joey abs. Come on. <laughs> I'll say things we can't take back, Tom. These things are nice to lick, aren't they? Have we considered... <laughs> we're talking about the crisps. <laughs> Have we considered... <laughs> <laughs> I just noticed that we've gone very quiet on comms and then you go, these are very nice to lick. We should probably just... Just say what we're thinking right <laughs> now. It's a lot more interesting than this effing match. Um, These studios are nice. Have we considered that Bulldog might have done it? <laughs> he wouldn't have run over, Austin. He would have been at ran him. over. <laughs> it <laughs> were me, Austin. <laughs> Who threw the bin at Austin? <laughs> it were me. What if? <laughs> I wanted my title shot. I wasn't even the champion at the time. I wanted my title shot. What if the car comes screeching towards Austin, but just misses him, and the car stops, passenger door opens, and a bin comes flying out? <laughs> Who threw the bin at Stone Cold? It was me, Austin. It was me all along. You bought it. You paid for it. My God. You broke it, you bought it. My God, someone drove past Austin and threw a bin at him. <laughs> Who could it have been, Bulldog? Don't know, mate. Don't know. Um, I, I, don't too, know. I was too busy scoring in the alley. Were you on about? <laughs> Couldn't have been me. There's traces of paracetamol on this bin. Oh. <laughs> and oh, I missed some. The SummerSlam 1990. Oh, no. <laughs> the SummerSlam, SummerSlam program stuck to the back of it. Uh. Some <laughs> Union Jack tassels. A UK Rampage 93 VHS was thrown out the window and hit Austin in the eyes. Was this the address to the Royal Albert Hall? Yeah. <laughs> For no reason, just a message saying, I hate you, dynamite kid. <laughs> wow, double mandible. But that was 50% of the energy rather than 100% on one, so. Oh, and he hit him with oh. a head. Oh, someone should protest that. Oh, something, something. Oh, was it too? Oh, we, we nearly missed that. That's bad by WF standards. <laughs> He's earning his money tonight, is it Mike Yoza? Yeah. JL was um, complaining about how when he was told to stop naming referees. Because mm -hmm. it was just like, they're not part of the match. Don't make them part of the match. Don't make them human. Right. Oh, oh, here you go. I remember this. Oh! Ugly ass pile driver. Oh, stuffed him. I'll do. Road Dog nearly jumping on top of the referee for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I 
See, right now, I think the New Age Outlaws are all right. They're still popular, still doing the thing with DX, part of the Triple H table, fine. But yeah, in a few months' time, it's like, all right, enough. This really gets old very quick. It doesn't really expand in any way. Like, I know how you say, like, oh, DX are like the horsemen. Like, Arn and Tully, they ain't. <laughs> I, like the, I like the whole thing of having a, a stable of people that cover the whole division, Undisputed Era-esque. I know, it, it's cool when it works. I mean, Evolution took a while to win me over because all I saw was crappy-ass Batista being pushed mm. when he was absolutely not ready. Greener than goat poo. Look at that security dude like some guy's dad. <laughs> hey. Get off. Hey, you kid. Get off. Hey. <laughs> I'll throw you out before the main <laughs> event. They're like, well, Keros is not is that, here. Is Do the, it. <laughs> is that one of the posse? Do it, you bum. Do it, the dad from Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Dennis's dad. Oh, this is a fun little factoid about Dennis the Menace. Which one? The new one in the comics currently. Okay. The, they did a flashback episode in the current comics about what? a year ago. Where we find out that the current Dennis is the son of the original Dennis. And Dennis's dad in the current Dennis, who is like this straight-laced, like, like good, wholesome, working dad, was Dennis the Menace from the comics in the 70s. So and the they do a flashback with it where the, <laughs> Dennis's dad goes, I used to be like you when I was a kid. And then it's like, Old, old clips of the Dennis the Menace cartoon. They go, whoa! Dennis the Menace, Dennis's dad in the new Dennis, in the current Dennis the Menace is the old Dennis the Menace. He had a son. True story. Love that. I mean, I like that in a way. It's like it's the Donkey Kong thing that yeah, they did. Yeah, Cranky Kong. Yeah, Cranky Kong is the original Donkey Kong. That's why he's doing all the jokes about like, ah, oh, my day, games were three levels long and we were happy. That was it. Oh, Okay. Moron, I... Aaron, I think. Uh, Aaron, Aaron the moron, I want steak. Austin 316 sign. Well, I can rip that up, lad. <laughs> I like that Dennis the Menace. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one time we watched the Dennis the Menace cartoon as a kid, because I said, that we put it on. And he went, all right, great. And my dad was disgusted at how bad it was. My dad made the point of going, that was the worst cartoon <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. The animation was poor. It was awful. I'm like, oh, uh, I ended up like, I felt so bad. I was like, yeah, you're right. It wasn't very good, was it? I was like, it's usually better than that. Like, I'm going to defend this cartoon because my dad was, made a right, he did a right there. Finally, has come hockey the rock back to town. <laughs> Who that shambles? People call the Romans, they go halves. But, fun fact about Dennis Mann's cartoon, one of the voice actors for the show did the UK voice acting for Ape Escape. Ooh! Because they Ape Escape apparently, oh, we need somebody who's like got a bit of a run here that's uh, make use this rub to get Ape Escape over. Oh, wow. The more you know. Yeah, I should have. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> I also like the fact that, was it, there was, oh, which one was it? Oh, Tails. Oh, this is going off a completely boring, stupid run. No, no, it's fine. Like, as the, as the, the, the Rock makes his way to the ring, continue, eh? Uh, had to replace Tails' uh, voice actor in this, which was like the Hedgehog cartoon, because his voice broke. Oh no, that happens. No, that yeah. does happen. Like um, the woman, the girl who plays Peppa Pig at the moment. Like yeah. there is obviously her. She knows her job is finite, 
and they're always mm. looking for somebody else. It sounds like Peppa Pig. So when Peppa Pig gets too old, they yeah. bring in a new Peppa Pig. Hi, Peppa. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. What my tiles? Yeah, I'm right. I'm Peppa Pig. It's my brother, George. Shut up, George. Peppa Pig's in town. <laughs> hey, hit me with that Triple H. You better hit me with that triple. I cooked up nothing but cracker dust then. Oh, that hurt. Cracker dust, the, 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 the lesser known Runnels son. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what cracker dust is, but I'll try some. No, no, go eat. No, Bulldog, no. Don't do it. <laughs> so Last this is the main it. event that we'd be promised. Who could it be? Oh, what happened to Stone Cold Steve Austin? So you think, who could replace him now? It could be Kane, given that Xbox and Triple H dogpiled him. Could Kane, at this point, was a, a, a in the running for mm-hmm. what is about to occur. Yeah, I can see that. One of thing. three people who were in the running for this to occur. Should we give you the three? Oh, please do. So, Kane is in the running to replace Steve Austin as it would continue the DX... McMahon's storyline relatively neatly and it would just allow the championship to just move over to that. They'd have Triple H feud with Kane instead of X-Pac. Uh, Test was the other consideration. Right. Uh, as, as the story would be that a it would be a wedding gift for <laughs> Test to become the WWF champion. There was yeah. a lot of discussion on Test potentially becoming WWF champion tonight to eventually drop it to Triple H at Armageddon or maybe just afterwards. Yeah, you know what? I can see that. If they'd done anything to prop the guy up these last few weeks, now that I've had the benefit of watching SmackDown, I can definitely say, no, that would have been a horrible idea because he's a he's at the Mean Street Posse level. He's a guy, who, guess who got beat up this week? That's right, Test. Yeah. He, was, he, was so, he was so unprepared for the role that it was yeah, the, the, an the, idea no that prep, was no bought. Behind him. But it could have been. It could have been. So, yeah. Or there was option three. Go on. Oh, nice one. How'd you do that? How'd you know it was going to happen? And, okay. On one hand, they're like, no, he's being re-energized. Thanks to the boss man feud. It's the big nasty bastard. There's some of a pop for him. But I thought this was just completely out of the blue. Because there's been no direction. No. Because they've going through this weird period this last few months where Undertaker and Austin are both going because they've had the time off desperately. Some people have been pushed and pushed and this pushed and left and right and everywhere's way. And Big Show was one of them. No, no, no. Now he's like, maybe they're giving him like a month of just beating up dudes. But it's only been two weeks. It's been boss man related. It's a funeral thing. Big Show in this match comes down to mainly money. He has this ironclad 10-year, multi-million dollar contract. Oh, God. That's, was it 10 years? Yeah. I thought Mark Henry had that. No, he had a big shot of 10-year oh, okay. deal as well. And there was a desperation within the company to justify that paycheck. Okay. Uh, hence why like, they put him with The Undertaker. Hence why he was always a major focus on the shows. And they decided tonight, you know what? Let's just, let's just put him in this match. Let's, let's, let's stick him right to the top of the tree and let's go from there. So there was a a lot of this is just them trying to desperately justify giving this guy this big money deal. Mm. And and then that is what, and then here we are. I wonder what happened with that because he left in 06. No, he, he didn't leave per se because he was still on the books. Wait, no, he probably left 
in in 08 because he was trying to pursue that boxing career that went nowhere. Then he came back in 09. Hmm. I never think he. I don't think he ever truly left the company though. Like I never think he said they never. Paul mm. White has left. Or maybe he signed an extension then at some point. Oh, oh, he would, that, oh he that, that was been like time he would have most definitely signed an extension. But I think it was time off. But right. okay. But well, was, anyway, it was, but right now, it was a ten-year deal that he signed. Right now, it's a position that we have to put them in, where it's like, okay, we've got someone to replace Austin, and there's no one really fitting. No, there's no one. So they, test. I, I mean, I, like I said before, test if they had anything it would have made perfect sense from a storyline perspective. Mm-hmm. But nah, he's been the dude that he's been like Worf in Star Trek. Every new alien that shows up, who's like the new badass, has to be the Worf. Yeah. But here's the thing that's that's a, a little bit frustrating. It's not for the want of trying. Right. Like this, they spent like ninety nine, and we joke about it in that eight man tag. Like the people that they tried to push up to that mm. pivotal position, and they just whether it was disagreement with the person they were working with, whether it was just the fact they couldn't sort of hack that level, whether they yeah. weren't getting the reactions they wanted, whether they weren't improving to the level they needed. What, the you're trying to say Venus couldn't have come out here? Then. Do you know what? It's like it's weird because it's one of those things where had the had it gone in a different way, had that character sort of morphed a bit more to suit the main event, it could have been a very different picture. Mm. But unfortunately, Val Venus was still the porn star, but he was just right. fighting bigger lads. Yeah, he's a he's a porn star who's I think he overachieved for that gimmick because it's. Mm. Triple H, the cerebral assassin, the rock, the people champion, Dirk Diggler. (laughs) So I I get why they go with it. It just, it's weird. And it's still better than Billy Gunn. Somebody somebody had also mentioned possibly Chris Jericho as another one, but I don't think it got really that Mm. deep into the discussion. (laughs) Everyone looked at Triple H and he went, shook his head and they all moved on. Yeah, that's it. Jericho, I mean, you've heard the crowd reaction from before, so. Yeah, exactly. Alcohol had a better chance of being in this. Who else is on the roster that could have done this? Um, Ball Duck, no. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're, they're in a bit of a situation where there is nobody really on that level. Unless you're going to spend some money and bring somebody in from WCW. I, no, absolutely not. But then I, they were at this point as well where it was, why would they even entertain the idea that anybody from WCW was on the level? be put in a match like this yeah they would not even entertain the idea you know yeah, i thought maybe perhaps the kind of guy like oh no wait because they're doing it my man's got all the controls because say something from dx like x park but it made yeah. even less sense than anything else wouldn't it and it would have been uh, a bit of a a, a a sour note for the night for it to end like when you're expecting steve you know it's it's one of them where you've been expecting steve austin i know big show isn't a steve austin when you're expecting steve austin you get Triple H and X Pac teaming up against The Rock. Unless you're going to put the belt on The Rock that night. We should be thankful they didn't put it on Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon? I think I think had they put Shane McMahon in this match and not Test, that would have killed Test. Yeah. Stone dead. If he wasn't stone dead already. He's only warm dead. Oh, but Test's year would get worse. <laughs> it's been a competitive match, though. I'm actually liking the action. It's been, yeah, it's, it's crazy to impress on this fi- show. Yeah, it's been a fine match, been a well put together match. But again, it's uh, it uh, Big Show has Vincent Mann's favorite personality trait, tall, which here's, is a great personality the, trait. Right, here's something from the 
you know, circus era. It's good that, that wrestling came along to save him from that. Otherwise, people were like, what ho, look at the giant man. Yeah, look at this giant man with his big hands. The big nasty bastard. Ed Strangler Lewis. Verily. <laughs> and who is he? The mighty Joe Young. <laughs> Rolling with the man with three H's and a large nose. <laughs> this man right here, he can go in the shower this man has and more... his feet will remain dry. This man has more H's. <laughs> Man has more H's than any human should be allowed. My goodness, you've never seen so many H's. <laughs> yeah, so there's a real lack of um, anybody in that position who could come and do this match. Verily. But you know what? They, what, what is annoying? They had... This commentary? No, it's brilliant. They had probably two, three weeks. If they wanted to put someone in a position, they could have workshopped someone like a test or Kane. Within, I love that spot. Oh, Just fall into the table like the a crappiest, cheapiest table. Like Sonic cheapiest. losing his ring. <laughs> Move. <laughs> you had like four, possibly six TV shows, I yeah. believe, and I might be wrong, between finding out Steve Austin was injured and Survivor Series. Hmm. If you were brave, you could have workshopped it so you you built somebody to to sit into that position you could have you you could have uh relit test quite nicely with that yeah you could have done you could have put kane in there and found a feasible way to get kane in there could have done it in two but with test he like i said just jobbed him people mm. whatever stiffer man looked harder than him but you could have fixed it you could have had it so like on raw like Triple H and DX are in the ring, gloating that Steve Austin's now dead and all this stuff. Maybe they go to maybe maybe whatever reason Steph's in the ring, and then you have Test run out and just batter them all. Yeah. Done. Repaired. Oh wait, I love this tribute to Steve Austin. Though he may dead, he may never die by this main event brawl. <laughs> this is wrestling. Fire extinguisher. I remember that. Forget that Kurt Angle nonsense. This is wrestling. <laughs> Kurt Angle replaced. Four fifty. Like a fireman's carry fire extinguisher. Yeah. Forget the fireman's carry. I have a fire extinguisher. Ah, oh, the old classic reverse suplex on the floor. Yeah. All the tropes in this match. But right now, WF are selling less tickets than this time last year, but they're making a lot more money because they start to charge more. Yeah. So that's this period in history. And There's a sign there. Whoa, what is this? Venus was a fuffer? Vince was a fuffer? Oh, Venus was a fluffer. I think I suppose. Venus to was say. a fluffer. Is that I like, know what is that, that like, means. Is that like Pack is a diddler? <laughs> but in 1999. Kind of. A fluffer is someone in the porn industry who, uh, between takes, will oh. um, make their little man think. Oh! Whoa! Christ, yeah. Triple H. I don't think Rock was expecting when that. When the camera stops rolling, they get the cat excited. <laughs> they get the cat excited. That's right. I'm glad we're seeing uh-huh. on, the, on the same level here. Excellent. They get they the like, cat we excited. Put, we should put a big show in the main event. Why? Well, we just made a new t-shirt for him. Oh, you genius. <laughs> it is a good new t-shirt. Larger and in charge. It would be great if he, he was the one who ran over Austin, but he was driving that. That giant monster truck that ran over Hogan's bike. <laughs> <laughs> Who could it be? We'll never know. It stops at first. He goes, ah, ah, ah. He, he throws, throws the white flannel shirt out the window. Remember this, Hogan? 
tries yelling, but it's not giant voice. Austin's like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. My dad, Andre. Big show ran over Hogan's motorcycle and then run up to, was it Halloween Havoc? And just over the top of it, going, ah, 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 laughing out the window. Well, Hogan's batting ah. on the door going, no, brother. No. WCW is such a hot mess. I love yeah, it. Yeah, but it's a lot more interesting than this frigate. I'll take hot messes over, what's a boring mess? Cold mess. Oh, the Evian to the face. <laughs> God, that hurts so much. Evian is naive, spelt backwards. Now, you know, you have to, be, you have to come to the arena to just appreciate how big the big show is. You really have to have Evian spit in your face to appreciate <laughs> how violent it is. <laughs> the Whoa, it just, there you go. And that Evian is now room temperature. It's warm. Oh, tepid. Could burn the eyes. Oh, the eye rake to the eyebrow. Oh, oh the ring bell. base. God, if it ain't tied down. Big Show taking a clobber in. Still Bloody standing, though. Big what are you lads. thinking? It's going to nonchalantly suplex him. <laughs> yeah. that's, a, him that's a good little JR line. He's so fat. Here we go. Fat! Whoa! <laughs> WWF fatitude. I <laughs> get it. That's Nice. Classic, classic I forgot about the how lad. high these guys had their trunks up, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I know if you got it flaunted, but geez. I do like it. Yeah, it is a classic uh, big lad in a triple threat trope in it. Let's just both wipe out to the table. So let's give him, a, give him 10 minutes to have a little yeah. sleep. But and least... then he can come back and just go crazy. Right, but at least he's been wrestling yeah. for a bit, and then they do it. Nowadays, that'll be three minutes in the match. Yeah, that's it. Oh, more main event brawling as we'll go past some of the ECW fans. <laughs> they probably spent the entire night going you know what he should be on a better show than this last night and this was a few times ago you know what you're probably right actually you know what I like about this well wow, this is going right into the crowd oh but look at you know I forgot oh, they did this that poor guy can't for his life I see one person <laughs> I see two people with portable cameras like Ron with disposable cameras but everybody else is just watching it yeah. like nowadays it'll just be phones out hey go get that Twitter clout get that Twitter clout it's, you know all about that I do indeed like, everyone has their phones out now, and it's a bit of a shame. Like, I liked it when... It and was... there's Steve Blackman's friend. Oh, yeah. He got the push, and then they changed their minds, presumably. He, he should have been in the main event. Do you know what? He has... He could Two weeks, you could have done it. In six, six episodes of television, you could have done it. You could have done it. You know who should replace this and won the title? Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> star of End of Days. You could put Arnie in it. You had time. Can you imagine how hot the crowd was? Oh, <laughs> Arnie! <laughs> But the Arnie comes out to get involved. You could have done. WCW retired with David Arquette. I'd have workshop test. I'd have had I'd have had DX being horrible to Steph in the ring. I'd have had Test come out and annihilate them all. And then I'd have had I'd have had Test win uh like a, a match. A gauntlet or something. Anything. He does a thing where you go, alright, you gotta beat us all in one night. And he and he beats X Pac and he beats Road Dog and he beats Billy Gunn, maybe by DQ. And then, uh, and then he beats Triple H, and he earns the match. He gets into the match like immediately. You've workshopped him. Yeah, you mean do everything to test that they've done with Big Show. Yeah, no, yeah. But, you, but you, but yeah, you, I can see it. But you, but you are honest with the audience, and you say, "Don't be silly. This match ain't happening. We're doing this instead. But let's give you some reasons why this guy is the shit. Oh, you dare do the sharpshooter? Oh, thank yeah. God. Oh, he loved taking this long shot. Did he? Did that, that, that Triple sharp, H lad. Sharpshooter sharp turns up next year, I think. There you go. <laughs> Just like the gypsy woman said. 
Wait, when did Hamlet take a book? <laughs> I used to have to lie down. Hey, <laughs> one, ridiculous oh, he may hate Triple H for all his being, but he's not going to fast count him. I, I like how it's like, the pin's on. Quick, I better get this shirt on. Yeah. Even though I'm basically a member of yeah. management, so, so it doesn't matter. It. Yeah. And Shane's like, come on, man, you remember last year? Survivor Series 98? Whoop. Oh, the back of the big old Giants back. <laughs> Rock, what were you doing, uh, lad? Wow, Big Big Show's a stunning line of attack. Just stand there looking gormless. Rock's really giving him nothing. There we go, Rock. He's like, I'm not Valvinus, mate. You're going to sell for us. <laughs> I'm not Bulldog. I still <laughs> I still love the Rock. The Rock beat Bulldog pretty, re pretty resoundingly. Looked furious at the end of the match. Came out 20 minutes later as if to go, anyway, enough about that. Yeah. Let's crack on. Didn't even wait till Raw, which is like 20 minutes later. Yeah. Right, forget that happened. The mini boss has been defeated. <laughs> now back to your regularly scheduled program. Not even going to make Oh, it. you know, they even bump him. We just put him on the table. Just left him Stay there. Stay there. <laughs> Big Show's like, I can't see a problem with that. He is in the perfect position to lose the match. Triple H calling spots. He's like, all right, do this to me, do this to me. Big Show's calling spots. Pedigree the top. You talk too much. Oh! Gonna die. Big damn brilliant. Oh, murder for a tub. <laughs> he used to come out to the ring smoking, didn't he, when he was yeah. in WCW? <laughs> it's just such an odd. Yeah, the story about how he got arrested. No. He was pissed drunk at a hotel. <laughs> and the reception, he went up to the recep female receptionist and went, You know why they call me the giant? And he went, she went, Because you're so big. He went, No. And he unzipped his flying, whipped out his cock. Oh, my God. For some reason, that's considered sexual assault in some states in 99. <laughs> Jeez. Some people think it's banter. I mean, Certainly not. These snowflakes nowadays, man. Uh, you just can't tell Honestly, you can't be sexually aggressive to anyone in 2020. Imagine if you got your cock out when no one asked for oh, it. Oh, it's just disgraceful. I bet someone would tell me off. In my day, that was how you got to push. <laughs> My day, that's how people knew how big your penis was. Jeez, what a time. <laughs> Matt Ball, Tom. Oh! Giant Haystack's esque elbow. <laughs> hey, was he was he not wrestling um, Haystack's this time last year? Uh, Haystack's had a run in uh, Loch Ness. Oh, no, okay. I'm, I'm many Loch years out. Loch Ness. Loch Ness. God. Billy Gunn, wow. Look how well he's punching. He's punching like a main eventer. I do love... Um, Hollywood says he's punching above his weight. Instantly hey. hey. seek out uh, Loch Ness's promo. It's funny hearing a Lancastrian accent calling out Hogan. <laughs> Come after you, Hogan! I want my power <laughs> Look at this. Vince is back from the hospital, damn it. This is a very straightforward finish. Just oh, because Vince Man was supposed to be the guest ref. Swing. Jeebus! <laughs> 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 he got it wrong, didn't he? Missed me Q, sorry. Triple H fluffed it. There you go. Two and <laughs> a... Oh, no! I did it, Dad! I did it, Dad! You're the champ! See that Vince go? You're the champ! So this is now, Big Show is justifying that massive old paycheck, right? Mm. He's now top of the tree. 
the last WWF champion of the 90s. Yeah. I mean, it would be a well until Big Show was in a position where he could win a world title and it'd be like, oh, that was a good thing. So, again, this makes sense looking at the storyline perspective weeks later because they're, they're buying their time, basically, to figure out what the hell they're going to do yeah. for next year. And then, luckily, they get one of the best storylines of all time or moments that happen with a certain wedding in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And it's less, this is going to draw money in more like just, just bear with us, bear with us with folks. And it becomes the Triple H McMahon. Awesome saga. Yes. And Big Show happens to be the guy there. Just oh. to feel, oh, he drooled it on the belt. Dribbling on the belt, lads. <laughs> Jeez. And uh, so it makes sense in a way to say, all right, cool. You're not championship material, but then you'll be able to when that happens and it comes along and Big Show's got stuff to be doing and blah, blah, blah. It all ends up nice in the end. Yeah. But right now, this is the loading screen. Yeah. For the <laughs> glorious year that will be 2000. But think about it, though. Like, the last champ of the 90s, the first champ of the new century, the millennium, will always be the Big Show. <laughs> always be. With always be the Big Show. Unless we, way you said until that. we invent that time machine, like in Outlander. And we go back in time and change it. Just find it funny how that's that's always a footnote in time. Go back in time, time. and what you change. <laughs> Test is the champ. Yeah. Test is the champ. Da- oh, mate, I'd be there. Damn Test skipping. can't be shown without his shirt off because, oh, my God, he's back. <laughs> you did it, mate. You did it. I'm so proud. Did it, big Damn show. them for not having Andre the Giant hologram. Oh, as they zoom up and he's there like arms folded. Nodding. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, I'm proud of you, sir. And becomes like, I'm proud of now. Sell the champion tag team yeah. championship to Debley WWF Intercontinental <laughs> Tag Team Champion. Sell the belt to Debley Aussies. How about a peanut? So that was Survivor Series 1999. Oh, we did it, mate. We made it all the Considering way Considering how exciting and furiously entertaining and, oh, wow, that guy will be big later on. SmackDown is. That yeah. was just... There. It was so there, wasn't it? And Survivor Series is one of the big four. It Not should never year. be just there. Well, WF think... pay-per-view was weird in 99. What was a good show in 99, pay-per-view-wise? The Rumble? SummerSlam. Oh, no, God, no, the Rumble. SummerSlam, maybe by SummerSlam default. SummerSlam was good. I seem to remember. Yeah, SummerSlam 99, off the top of my head, was probably the best one. Oh, Backlash. Backlash was good. Do you think it's more because they were sort of pushing in the direction of this Triple H super run and it made everything feel a little bit meh that weird sort of transitional period well it's a la a diesel title reign right they're trying to push triple h which makes sense because they need to push somebody new and bad mm-hmm. at the same time austin and taker on the way out yeah so there's a lot of okay let's see if this works venus okay <laughs> not really uh, how about this bulldog's the main event there yeah. Like I said, they're all just getting ready to see what works in 2000. And luckily, our budget stuff goes really, really well for them. Mm-hmm. And the quality of in-ring stuff really picks up. So, like I said beforehand, it'll all work out in the yeah, end. It but for fits. now, Tom, it's been a long time coming. What do you remember about that show? Um, for me, it was the big show winning. I remember, yeah. I remember not being uh, too upset about it. I remember quite enjoying it. Obviously, looking back on it, it seems a bit weird. But uh, yeah, big show is champ. I'm all right with. How about you? What do you remember? Yeah, same. Yeah. Obviously, Austin getting hit with that dodgy car. Yeah, oh, of course. The uh, 
Yeah, because we'll be, that will be repeated endlessly for the next few months. Yeah, yeah, of course that was. What, about, what did you what did you forget from this particular year? This particular. Oh, one? I forgot the friggin' New Age Outlaws match. <laughs> I think we both forgot that because I think we were both sort of gearing yeah. up for the main event. All right, well then... that's been a desert. Oh, it was a tag title match. <laughs> wow. Um, I forgot. I forgot Edge got pinned first in that eight-man elimination. Like, like the like the the biggest star out of everybody in that ring. Like in terms of like statistically, the biggest star in that ring was the one that went out of sort of that seminal elimination match first. Yeah, it's always the, a surprise. All the people at that match. On that side, we're not winning a, a world title or the ECW title. Or they the won versions of world title. championships. Yeah. And like Edge was by far and away the most successful. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was that was very interesting to see all that go down. But uh, this was good fun. I know it was, it was, it was points where, you know, it, it, it dribbled off in the middle. But uh, it was good fun. It was good fun. And we hope you enjoyed watching along with us. And uh, next week, we're back to normal. Normal episode next week. The Fallout from the Raw after Survivor Series. We have a new champion. We have uh, no more Stone Cold Steve Austin. How will this affect Oh, and it all goes crazy. I've seen it already because I forgot we're doing this. One. Get in! Good. It's back to being entertaining. Yes! Bring on the entertainment. He is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. I'm hungry. He is hungry as well. I am at Tom Campbell on Twitter. We will see you next time from the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review slash the Cultaholic Classic Survivor Series. Watch along. Love you. Bye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 